0: Hailing frequencies are open. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Clear Skies, our off-brand Clear Skies, Clear Skies this evening, because we're doing the part two of the Time Kids tonight. So we're, we're we're off our own brand. What's going on? It's an alternate universe. It's an alternate timeline. Um, so before we jump into tonight's episode, uh, you might have noticed we are down one Gina. Hopefully, Gina will be joining us tonight. But if she can't make it, then we will definitely be catching her at the episode after, which leads to the next big announcement uh, Bonnie Gordon. What are you doing next week? You're doing something next week, aren't you? No? You're not?
1: I Guess have to
2: unmute are. myself. Um, I will be doing a a game where everyone is an eggplant and uh, we will go on an adventure through the grocery store no i'm just kidding uh next week is wonderland lasers okay. and feelings wonderland
0: okay you were joking but we were all getting ready now i
1: think
2: now i think i should go back to the eggplant idea
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we're i'm not we're going to stick we're going to stick to wonderland which in wonderland you can be a talking eggplant that is totally fine so ideas people my players and they get the characters
0: uh, cool cool so that'll be next Monday night and then after that we have um, I believe we have an episode of Blood of the Void after that that's going to be pre-taped or going to be airing I'd have to double check because we, are um, we are
3: pre-taping it we are pre-taping it so the episode will be pre-taped that you're seeing in two weeks but uh, hopefully we might finally get to see someone's far. look forward to it
0: we should just let that hang in the air. <laughs> uh, that's going to be good. Oh man! Oh man! That's going to be a very rough. Point. I mean, they're already pretty rough, but that's going to be that's going to be rough. Um, that's going to be rough.
2: If by
3: rough you mean freaking hilarious, because or, or, it will certainly be hilarious.
0: Or yeah. or um, so that's going to be so. In two weeks, we are going to be back to our regularly scheduled clear skies episodes. So we're going to be jumping back to the campaign where we, if y'all don't, quick reminder for those of you who may not know, where we last left off, Lakat had just traveled into some kind of portal, and it had encountered a particular arch enemy of the entire Star Trek series, supposedly. Uh, It's not much explanation, but Lakat is currently floating in what she believes to be fluidic space, facing down species 8472, but we don't know what's going on just yet. That was kind of just dropped. uh, And, uh, We'll see, we'll be able to pick up to find out what the hell happened to Le Cat and what's going on um, after a very, uh, I, I'm excited to get back into that because that episode was so good. Like you guys were doing the intrigue, you were fighting pirates, you were saving lives, you were star trekking it the hell up. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Step random doors. Yeah. The ultimate the RPG
4: experience. Yeah. Half of our team is down a hole. So we get to come back and be like, where were we? Ah, oh, yes. The pit of despair.
0: The pit of despair. <laughs> so that'll be in two weeks, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for more on that. Um, the only announcement that I have for myself personally tonight is uh, GAX pack, of course, on Saturdays, starting at I I never remember the time. I just show up. It's at five, I believe. Five um, on Saturdays. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we were out. We were out. We were down one Vivka last Saturday. Um, we were all still crawling out of that hole, that crushing hole of despair. But uh, we'll be back up. This coming Saturday. That's all I got. What do y'all got? What do y'all got? Yeah, Xander.
5: I've got my normal stuff. I'm storytelling almost every night this week, so check out um, Shakar over on that Bronze Girls channel. Also, the last couple of episodes of Scoured Stars, our Starfinder uh, uh, RPG on the Paizo official channel, and then Failed Save on
0: Pixel Circus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, Aki?
3: I'm super excited to announce that next week on Saving Throw's show will be the return of All Games No Masters Season 2. So get excited because we're going to be getting back to our GM list shenanigans. Who can tell us though? absolutely no one uh, and then on in two weeks from now on june 1st tuesday at 3 p.m will be the premiere of uh my show with colin kelly uh indicate featuring the both of us co-hosting a show called rp game changers we'll be running you through independent tabletop rpgs uh it should be a lot of fun i'm really excited for the first game we're playing but she can't tell you about that yet
0: sweet all right cool cool anybody got anything else Power play on Sunday as usual, and the guys are doing the one-off episodes.
4: Yes, it will be the final origin story. Uh, we just had Omar Najam's, and I did not know about uh, Daily Dale, but this was my introduction. And uh, I think in the Power Play like cast Discord. I described the two as having so much chemistry, it spilled over the sides of the story mug. (laughs)
1: Uh,
4: It was an absolutely tremendous episode. You should definitely check that out. And so the final origins episode will be this weekend uh, at 5 p.m. on Sunday here on Q Times, and it is featuring not only BeZelda, but Markeia McCarty and Max Isaacson. So we can expect this to be very ordered and non-chaotic. I'm yeah, lying. Th- I'm are, extremely lying. Those
0: are two very, like, low-energy people that don't really do much at the gaming table, I've noticed. They really don't, you know... But It'd experts
4: be... on space, which will be perfect for Ula's galley.
0: Mm. Uh, so...
4: Uh, With that, beyond that, the only thing I have to announce is that uh, the US healthcare system is fundamentally broken, and uh, we should all just trek the stars where they don't put up with that nonsense. And for that, I am excited.
0: Well, you heard him. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Clear Skies. After that discussion during credits, I have to say I really do want to see a grocery store RPG now, where everyone plays vegetables and fruits. Let me,
2: let me get through Wonderland
4: first, and so then you we'll get the talk.
0: Wonderland way. But I mean, Sam just had too many good ideas, and now I'm yep. just like, I want to see, I want to see the lives of these grocery.
4: I've given you food for thought.
0: Yeah. Yes,
6: oh. I feel like we have queued you up for your epilogue for the Wonderland episode. <laughs>
2: oh, oh gosh, oh, my brain hurts. All right, here we go. <laughs> no. Let me go write some ideas down. We <laughs> see a little dust
0: settle. Elsewhere in the universe, in another time, things are not so relaxed as to be able to kick back and throw what ifs around about fun games. In fact, right now, members of the Federation Temporal Agency are crouched low and hiding, watching a rather extraordinary event unfold in front of them on the surface of New Romulus. Before all of you, where we last left off, there is currently a small group of Tholians in their full armor, standing before what looks like a shattered hologram that is glitching in and out as it speaks to this Tholian from uh, a few feet in front of it. Both of them are standing before what looks like an ancient crumpled metal archway of some kind. The Tholian that is having this conversation with the Shattered Hologram is extremely large. Much larger than the two that are flanking it. As a result, this one Tholian, who you all know to be uh, a Tholian of some renown, named Commander Vosrex, who is the commander of the Catechus, which is a Tholian dreadnought, tranchula class. The biggest, most powerful ship in the Tholian fleet. It is something recognizable to all of you because researching this mission when you were jumping back in time to this time period, the Ketechus is on the radar of the Federation Temporal Agency because the Ketechus II apparently has been responsible for some temporal incursions. It has time traveled on multiple occasions. Sidebar, this is not unusual for Tholians. Tholians are unusually obsessed with time travel, though no one's been able to truly explain why they're obsessed with it. However, manipulation of the timeline, Tholians haven't really been responsible for any particularly huge incursions over the times of the Temporal Cold War that you've all been experiencing. Uh, Which makes it even more mysterious as to what it is they're up to and what they're doing. But here you have a pretty dangerous scenario. Vosrix is currently operating what looks like an ancient Federation hologram. It doesn't have any clear uh, facial features. You can see a basic outline of a Federation officer. It might be an old Mark I or Mark II EMH. Hard to say. Whatever it was isn't behaving or speaking like an old school Federation hologram. Instead, it is talking like uh, a glitching pro- holographic program. However, enough of the words are getting out that you have all been able to identify the creature that is speaking through this hologram as being one of the Siratex. Now, as a quick reminder to those who are watching, the Seer attacks was the, holog- the race that was using holographic technology to reach back through time. For whatever reason, Their ability to manipulate timelines has to be done through photonic projection. They can't exist or travel back through time. Unexplained as to why that is, but they have found a loophole by being able to use holographic technologies from each era that has it. This was the villainous race that nearly killed all of you at Starfleet Academy. Back when you first joined the Federation Temporal Agency. Stopping them is what got you recruited. And you haven't heard from them since. So it's a bit chilling to see one standing here right now in front of this Tholian, apparently urgently speaking to the Tholian. And using words that your Universal Translator is detecting, which are alarming to say the least, this metal archway that they have unearthed, or un has, in fact, been identified in this conversation as an Iconian gateway. Now, an Iconian gateway was once discovered by the USS Enterprise. Another one was uncovered by the Dominion, which could have been nightmarishly disastrous. Thankfully, that too was dealt with. Iconian gateways are known for being able to open up instantaneous travel to absolutely anywhere in the known universe making them incredibly powerful particularly during the days of the Iconian Empire it is very referential to the old days of Rome how did Rome conquer the world? They built roads Iconian gateway? Same principle. Get an army anywhere you want as fast as you can Um, the fact that another Iconian gateway has been discovered. First of all This one does not look like the previous ones encountered. The previous Iconian Gateways actually had an elegance to them. This one looks a little more crude. Perhaps it is the frame that is left over from a place that once existed. I mean, the fact that an Iconian Gateway is here must mean that at some point, the Iconians inhabited this world during ancient times, which blows up questions as to what the hell else is on this planet? This entire world that Romulans are claiming as their new homeworld since the destruction of the Hobus Star could herald in an entirely new era of technology. Now, being the time kids that you are, you actually have access to that information. However, there is nothing in the historical record indicating that Tholians or Romulans got their hands on the Iconian technology based here on this world. At least not today. There is no reference to the, Catech- the or Vosrix being on this planet discussing the use or manipulation of an Iconian Gateway. The temporal anomaly that you have all been sent here to stop apparently is happening right in front of you. You've found it. There's a couple of things that add to this. One, you've encountered Commander Sorex, who we know from our main campaign in this timeline far in the future... Um, he has become a commander in the Romulan Navy and has helped the Romulans find a new home and is helping them recolonize here on New Romulus. Uh, was sent out with a search party, brought his son along with him. You guys encountered him when his son ran up ahead um, and was sent back. But Sorex is here to also investigate the incursions that they've detected far away from the New Romulus uh, colony. So you've encountered him. There's a couple other things in play the big one is as a quick reminder when you were all sent to this time period through your shuttle you were told that one of the big problems y'all might encounter is the fact that there are converging timelines that events have lined up in such a way that timelines might actually be crossing each other's paths now it's vastly more complicated than the example i'm about to give but a summary would be a Temporal Distortion effect is taking place as two timelines are aligning themselves by the events that are taking place. And this almost always happens specifically because of Temporal Anomalies and people screwing around with the timelines. If, time, if there are timelines that work like strings, you screw around with one of them enough and occasionally what you might end up doing with one of those loose threads is accidentally tying that loose thread around one of the neighboring timelines, and then when you pull the knight tight, they kind of tangle up. You were all warned that there was a possibility that that could happen in this particular instance. They're not world-ending, and the Federation Temporal Time Agency has figured out how to deal with them. It has caused some time slippage to happen. For example, you were all reminded as you arrived here and alerted to the fact that there is now going to be a time slippage effect when you return back to your timeline there will be a time elapse so the scheduled timeline of which you will return will inevitably be farther along than when you left that's very that's not typical but it's also correctable because federation temporal agency (laughs) and not a problem it's been fixed in the past and it's not a problem it's just a side effect of the fact that you guys are dealing with some pretty heavy energies right now all of this is the background noise to where you were all currently crouching in the jungle watching these three Tholians have a conversation with this hologram. Now, before I unset you all loose here, as a quick reminder, ever since your encounter with the Sir attacks your old recruiter Daniels has told you that the Siratax is one of the most mysterious of the time-traveling anomalies, uh, like offenders of the time-travel anomalies accords. No one understands exactly what their motives are or what they're up to. And that they, because of this, they tend to be the most dangerous because of the technologies that they employ. They don't, there's not a full, true understanding of their enemy. And as a result, they are to be treated highly dangerous. That being said, the Catechist and Vosrax himself is currently listed in your computer databases as being a mild threat. Catechist is not not known for being overtly hostile. Difficult to understand and predict for sure, has been hostile in the past, but is not a shoot-first-ask-questions-later type of Tholian. Most Tholians aren't, unless you're in their territory. And who the hell knows when that is, since they shift their borders whenever the hell they feel like it and don't tell anybody. (laughs) We start now. This final episode of the Time Kids with all of you crouched down in the jungles here watching all of this happen. And on your communicators uh, uh, silently stalking into the grass all of you have just heard the Universal Translator through the high-pitched screeches of the Tholian and this unusual language coming up from the hologram which again for a moment almost sounds like glitching uh, language being emitted from the hologram itself. The Universal Translator does pick up the words Iconian Gateway and it's a clear reference to what it is that they're discussing.
2: Um, Before anyone makes a move, I would like to use my telepathic ability to kind of sense the surface emotions or feelings. Oh, I... Oh. Did we lose Eric?
1: Huh? No, I'm still here.
2: Oh, it's on Twitch. Sorry. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I want to, because in the hologram, um, in the holodeck, I was able to feel the holograms. I could feel the seer attacks through the holograms. So I would like to right. use my select ability and see that.
0: Okay. Go. Um, it's a talent. That's a thing you just get to do. Yeah. I remember correctly. hmm Okay. I don't so, think
2: I have to roll for it. It's a, one of my talents, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's just a thing you get to do. All right. Focusing in on this, you're, you're, You're specifically looking for the at the hologram, right?
2: Yeah, let's focus on that first.
0: Okay, so, I mean, you can get a read off of both of them. Mm. What you're getting from the Siratex, who's currently addressing the Tholian, looking up at this Tholian commander, is desperation and irritation, almost like this this high level of frustration. Um the Ceratex you, you get the feeling the Ceratex is desperately trying to get this get something from the Stolian. Okay. From from Vosryx, you get a swell of multiple layers of all kinds of feelings. It's almost if interacting as, as a Betazoid when you sense the emotions of other people or read thoughts or anything like that. It functions like you're tuning into a wavelength. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel the onslaught of of someone's sort of aura of emotion and whatnot. Every time you've ever interacted in this way with a Tholian, it's like somebody shines a light through a prism. You get all sorts of thoughts and emotions and feelings happening all at once. And it's difficult to determine which one the Tholian is going to act on. Mm -hmm. In the case of Vosrix, you get intense suspicion Anger, eagerness, and also irritation. Okay. The takeaway from this, Kadix, is the two of them seem to be partnered up, but they don't seem to like each other very much.
2: Right. There's a lot of tension between this agreement. Okay.
0: Good. And it's creating quite the ruckus. The, the, the hologram, as you were all watching this, you can hear the kind of like staticking noise coming out of this thing as the alien language spills out of the holograms uh, program. And then, of course, Tholians, have a language that when listened to by just regular organic ears is very uncomfortable to hear it is a high-pitched whistle screeching sound that sounds like thousands of nails on chalkboards that just vary in the way that they happen as this sort of reverberation of crystalline effect takes place inside of their bodies also worth noting though as a quick sidebar tholians um y'all would know this too and this is just uh this is important to note you all know by now that tholians have a telepathic ability themselves a way to communicate with each other and act as a single unit when they are trying to get something done it makes them very dangerous and very efficient so that being said Kadix, you you can probably guess that the two lieutenants that are standing next to Vosrix, they're probably in the same mind frame that that Vosrix is mm-hmm. yeah what's up Aki?
3: Uh, as I'm moving up closer, am I able to get a better sense of how the hologram that they're using is is being utilized?
0: Uh, I would say yes I would say as you kind of snuck around you're hesitating for a second as you've seen this hologram you see a device that looks it definitely does not belong in this time period um it looks like it's a badge maybe about this big doesn't look like your badges um, and it doesn't look like a federation badge of any kind. It looks like some kind of small hollow device um, reminiscent of technology that started to appear about 12 years ago and has since evolved into uh, free roaming holographic emitters today uh, in your day.
3: But I don't see how like they're utilizing the hologram in and of itself.
0: They yes. have it set on the ground.
3: Okay.
0: So the hologram is set on the, the device looks like it's in the grass. Okay. And this hologram is being projected outwards. Upwards. Like old Star Wars style. Like there's a small holographic projector and it's just shining is, straight up.
3: Is it acting like a translator between the two of them? Is it is it observing the, the, the arch? Like what is it doing?
0: The hologram itself looks like it's facing Vosrix. The archway is directly behind it. Okay. And What's eerie, what's kind of eerie about the fact that this hologram is glitching is the way it glitches makes it look like a stop animation marionette pulpit in action. The way it moves. Its body language and whatnot is somewhat jittery as it's kind of jerking around a little bit. It's using a lot of hand motions as it speaks. You can tell from its body language that it's irritated. But you get the impression that despite the fact the hologram looks glitching, the device seems to be fully powered and working fine. Okay. I, I think I'm
3: gonna I think I'm gonna try as surreptitiously as I can to kind of communicate what I'm seeing back to Cyril. You can do that. See if they can kind of pinpoint what's going on.
4: I would like to do that something with that information, yes.
0: Okay. Uh okay, that's hmm, I think Hmm. I think that would be an insight engineering check.
3: Can okay. I, can I assist?
0: <laughs> um. Yes. If you want to say that you give a good, solid description of what it is you're observing from your angle, that can definitely help them ch- start trying to like Sherlock together what it is that that's happening over there. So uh, I'll set the difficulty for this at three.
4: Is this a computer's task of any kind by chance?
0: Mm. not this not this task in particular no this would be an engineering check for sure
3: is this also an insight check for me
0: for you i'm gonna say this is going to be a reason uh con check okay i can't remember the last time i used a reason con check if i've ever uh, uh, i sorry not con because that's that's for uh piloting uh make it command It's like that doesn't sound right at all.
1: What was the difficulty?
0: Uh the difficulty is three. So it's it's uh reason command for you. Uh oh uh
4: it's it's a it's a it's a total abs it's an extreme no. I even rolled a twenty. Like just I can't overemphasize the amount of no on this check. And there's no there's no help from from myself either.
0: I'm gonna activate the threat for rolling the complication.
3: Cool,
4: Um, go for it.
0: Which, which I know will delight you, Sam. <laughs> just as a
5: quick note, just yes. in case, no, I don't know what's about to happen, okay. but Jatar has been keeping an eye um, on for Donnie's cover uh, because Donnie had gone to sneak off. So in mm-hmm. case there's any noticing them, that is gonna trigger Jatar to do something as well. Whose cover, sorry? For Donnie.
0: My cover. Oh, 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 oh okay, cool. It's my boyfriend's nickname for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have done it. Done Yes. Um. Okay. It happens pretty quickly as you're communicating this. Uh, <laughs> you're you're giving as much of a deep, de- you know, detailed description as you can to Cyril, and as about like five words into the description of what you're seeing, it seems to be a small device. About there's this feedback that immediately strikes everybody's earpiece. Uh, everyone hears it instantly and you see a reaction from the tholians as it seems like the hologram as it's communicating immediately picks up the channel and broadca- rebroadcasts it instantly as it's talking um because the hologram stops it opens its mouth and as it's glitching and you start all of you start hearing donan's voice coming out of the hologram's mouth before all of the sudden the tholians react um The next thing that happens is the Tholians begin to... There's these thudding noises as Vosrex goes... and turns in the direction of everybody. It doesn't look like they have spotted everybody. They definitely know you're here, because arm cannons come out off of both Tholians. It looks like their version of phaser rifles essentially unfold from the sides of all three of them. And the hologram doesn't move. It stands perfectly still where it is, doesn't react.
4: So are the arm can- candies pointed at me, or are they pointed at the stealth group? Because we have split the party.
0: It doesn't look like it's pointed at anybody. Now, the, the activating the threat means they know you're here. They still have not seen you all. You're very well hidden. But you do hear Sorex, through the universal translator, say something in Romulan that is very, very not uh, safe for work. As all of this takes place, he ducks low, and then basically asks, what the hell is going on?
4: Field packet injector attempt, but look, our communication got into the hologram, so that might actually be a point of entry. If you you can cover me, I can try to hack this.
0: You can hear a, ro-ba- a robotic noise coming through the Universal Translator of the Tholian saying, identify yourselves as screeching in the background. What's up, Ravity? What were you going to say?
6: I was going to say, I've got you covered, Cyril.
0: Baudrick <laughs> takes a couple of steps forward and starts sweeping that one of those arms across the tree lines. Doesn't open fire, just you're not sure if he's scanning, if he's trying to make a threatening gesture, it's hard to say with a Dolian. What do y'all do?
6: Tholeans are, okay, as someone who, like, is very new to the Star Trek, it's yeah. are a very interesting species. <laughs> They're, it's like, what are they Terrifying.
1: doing?
0: Tholians are one of my favorite species. When Jackson decided to include yeah. Tholians in year five, I got so fucking excited. Um, <laughs> what are they, they? they are one of the most underused species, in my opinion, in Star Trek.
6: Um, I love it. Um,
0: Are you familiar with what they look like, Rave?
6: I do. They're giant crystalline creatures. Yeah,
0: with multiple, like, they have these spider-like legs. Uh, Like Crane
6: Mantis, but Crane Mantis are made out of crystals as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Giant, they're really, really cool. They have to live up to about 480 degrees Kelvin. is the temperature it needs to be around them at all times. Um, Amazing. Um, Highly dangerous, yeah.
6: So I know, so so, Starks. This is a stupid question, but right um, have we scanned the actual archway yet, or have not we not yet? No, the archway. No
0: one's got a chance to scan but the archway. I'd like yet. To
6: scan the archway, please.
0: You do. I mean, combat hasn't broken out or anything. You do have the opportunity to do it, and you haven't done anything yet. So, uh, while this is happening, Thran, you're like, you know, I'm gonna take this chance because shit might be about to happen. Go ahead and make a reason science check. And with the lower difficulty of your tricorder, I'm going to set it at three.
6: Okay. Well. On,
0: uh, the nob- the Nobulin you- power activate.
6: The Nobulin power. Oh, do you say reason science?
0: Yeah. Your best um, Oh wait, you're not the cat.
6: I'm not the cat. I'm not the cat. So I've got. Um, I've got look. You know what, I'm gonna actually try because this feels really important. I'm gonna go ahead and burn a value right now, if possible. It says, look twice at everything. Um, if nice. that can be used at, in this situation. Um, because I only got two successes on my roll and I would like this to be a successful roll, so. Okay. you also
2: We also had momentum. Did you use the momentum? Uh, oh, shoot. You Adventure know what? Die?
6: No, because I took uh, oh no, I took cautious this time around, but it was for... Uh, <laughs> but,
2: but, you, but you could still use momentum to buy an extra die. Yes, then I would like yeah. to go ahead and
6: buy an extra die.
0: Okay. Yep,
6: we are down to five. Yes, okay, great! Three successes!
0: Alright, so what you discover, first of Without all... Without
6: burning is, your value, right? So yes. Still so Aha, just wanted to clarify.
0: So what, what you discover I my is, value
6: in this situation. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look twice at that.
0: First of all, this scene had a trait that you were not aware of, because no one had scanned for that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there was sensor interference that you immediately identify being caused by the hologram. Um, you can see that there is an energy pattern being emitted by the hologram to sort of try to cloak what they're doing here. Not working too well against you guys' technology, probably decently against the Romulans, but uh, not so much y'all. So you cut right through the center in- sensor interference, and as a result of the success of that role, that trait is going to be removed from the scene, Um, normally you have to spend momentum to do that here in the case so it's easy enough to compensate when you see what the interference is here's what you get from the Iconian gateway it is indeed an Iconian gateway it measures it it absolutely matches the description of every Iconian gateway that's been documented Um, by now the Temporal the Federation Temporal Agency has documented multiple Iconian gateways all throughout uh, reality at least your timelines um You do know that there are some timelines, specifically ones that branch off from the finding of New Romulus, that eventually leads to the return of the Iconians and an Iconian war breaking out across the galaxy. Whether or not this could be a tipping point or an acceleration moment here is uncertain, but what you get here... uh, Thran, I almost called you Shran. Thran, what you get here is that... uh, This particular gateway looks like it has been almost completely rendered inoperable. The one thing it seems to be lacking is repair of some kind to reactivate it, but it looks like... It looks like the technology of this era would be incapable of reactivating this gateway.
6: Okay, so you said rendered
0: inoperable. Mm-hmm. What does
6: that mean that it it looks like it's been purposely sabotaged? Like someone has like tried to make it inoperable? Or is it more of a we're just going to shut this down forever?
0: You want to take uh, information spend?
6: Yeah! Um, let's do it.
0: Okay. You are able to deduce that it looks like it probably happened over the course of millennia.
1: Okay.
0: Um, this thing was probably damaged simply from the passage of time. This was discovered behind a large boulder and has since mm-hmm. been moved. Your guess is it's just after a few hundred thousand years or so or however long it's been here. This thing succumbs to the environment. Maybe that boulder fell on it a couple of thousand years ago. Um, it's mm-hmm. hard to say, but it doesn't look like your guess is it doesn't look like it was deliberately rendered use uh, inoperable. It looks oh. like it succumbed.
6: It's just regular passage of time. Yeah. Um, so she learns all this. And I think that she's, is she closest to Cyril right now? I think she is.
0: You were next uh, to Cyril, I believe.
6: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to relay this information to Cyril and then be like, also next time, uh, I think that we should learn how to blink Morse code because <laughs> in situations like this, this would be really helpful to transfer information
4: to people who are Danny. in oh. Morse code. I don't speak that language. It's
6: the, the Andurian uh,
0: cocks their head to the side. Looks too kind of confused. <laughs>
6: Boss and dashes thing. Anyway, uh, I've got your back.
4: Okay. Well, Starex, I'll see if I can get a packet injector.
0: Sorex just says, you remind me of someone. I can't think of who, um, again, uh, there is a screeching noise as Borex, who, uh, Vosrok takes a couple of steps forward again and sweeps the tree line. Uh, and I'm going to roll for him. I don't suppose
3: that's a contested roll with anyone, is it? Uh,
0: I mean, uh, it would be if Cyril activated their sensor jammer. Mm. Uh...
4: I mean, I see the scanning. Um, if I look over to the stealth party and and try to sort of take their temperature, is that a do or is that a, a don't? Cause like the last thing I want to do is potentially pop something off that right. might not otherwise pop. So if someone's inclined to go up and social or or want to try to just hide this out. I don't want to make it extraordinarily obvious, especially because we can't take it for granted that this won't be seen as an aggressive act with Tholians because using a toothpick can be considered an aggressive act with Tholians. I learned that Not one in school. the toothpick of destiny,
1: destroy them.
4: Exactly, um. exactly. Um. So if I look over, uh, what do I see from Stealth Party? Y'all want to hide it out? Donnan isn't making any moves.
0: Yeah, Donin looks like you're kind of laying low, just kind of like freezing. I think once Jatar
5: sees that Cyro might be struggling on, on deciding what to do, uh, he looks over to Envar, um, and the two of us, we actually break away for a third party to create a distraction. So we take off sprinting in the opposite direction, purposefully making noise, uh, to, so that a sensor
0: wouldn't be needed. Okay, so Enver nods to you. The two of you up and dash in the opposite direction, making all sorts of noise as the bushes shuffle, and the two of you bolt in clear sight of the of the Tholians and presumably the hologram. Um, and we're still dressed in uh, as Romulan uh, like civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh curious. Hmm. As you bolt, Inver makes the same observation because instinctively Inver looks back to find out do I need to start ducking and rolling and dodging incoming fire?
1: Mm.
0: The Tholians watch you run, they do not give chase. Mm. You see them stiffen a little bit as the two of you dash into deeper into the jungle. And Vosrix takes one step forward like he's trying to get a view of what it was that he just witnessed. <laughs> And the two of you dash off. The hologram starts up on a... Basically starts having a bit of a fit. Gets loud and starts saying something to the Tholians. The Tholians don't react to the hologram, however, and they do not open fire on either one of you as you dash into the jungle. They just okay. watch you run.
4: Now that there is a distraction,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I want to hack a hologram.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: Um, this is something that I did like as a kid, um, when when I I joined the agency, and obviously because it's an EMH, there's some code basis that I know, even though uh, the emitter itself is a little is is a different technology.
0: Not um, to mention you've had experience dealing with these bastards before now. Uh, you had to you had to use the holodeck to to save your lives uh back when everything got real uh so um i think it's thematically appropriate to take that into into account here
4: and also we just did it by accident like (laughs) we just accidentally got our communicator information through the hologram from that complication—it's how I know Resumably there's an in.
0: Presumably, it was an accident.
4: Well, if it was someone else's intention, I can still take advantage of it. The point is, there is a method of ingress.
0: You, yes, I would say you—you you definitely detected somebody has logged into the Starbucks Wi-Fi, and there's—you can try to access for here. Definitely can do that, and you do have familiarity with. The, these holographic creatures. So yes, I would say you you do have an entryway to, to interact here.
4: Okay, um, then I will make my hack check.
0: Okay, so make your roll. What are you rolling for that? That's control computers. Is that correct? You're using control.
4: Um, it can be uh control, be control science, or control security, or control engineering, or reason. Any of the above. Like we we're, we're good. Cyril hacks.
0: It's like control engineering, for sure.
4: Cool. Cool. Yeah. That was the worst possible one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, but I was it's like fine. How, would
0: this, how would this go down? And I'm like, this is totally something Jordy would try. So, yeah, I would say control I like
4: engineering. The, uh, cool. Cool. Because um, I don't have cautious for that. I have cautious for science because I'm a scientist. Um, but difficulty it is, is a computer strike, It's just nice.
0: Difficulty is three. <sighs> All
4: right. I'm going to take a momentum.
5: Yes, we're at three.
0: All right.
4: Um, and because I'm a task, attempting a task that involves a program or a studying of computer, I roll an additional t20 from computer expertise. Cool. Um, so I have good news.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Um, I figured out which die needs to be retired. Uh-oh! <laughs> um, I have more good news. I do succeed the check.
0: But you got a 20? Excellent. So two things happen. Um, first of all, using your age technology, you are instantly able to gain access to this small hollow emitter. And you. it takes you just a few seconds to just slip around. Oh, man. They just don't know who they're dealing with. It takes you just a few moments to slip around the protocols and activate. This hollow emitter apparently is from a few hundred years ago. It's easy to actually hack through that. It's a a hodgepodge of technologies that have probably been stolen from across timelines. How the Tholians came into it, who the hell knows? But this hologram has been using it to communicate with them. That's the first thing that happens. The second thing that happens on that complication is it knows you are there immediately, Cyril, and does something rather unexpected. First of all, you detect multiple signals being broadcast into this from outside of the timeline. The next thing that happens is it immediately severs the connection and goes dark. And the hologram goes and shuts off. Uh, We're only at three. Okay. Um,
4: Would you all mind if I took one of these remaining three for an obtain information to try to uh, identify the timeline that it was coming from. Not Mm -hmm. at all, take it. Now we
2: have Good
5: call. Good call.
4: Because we have all of this like time trackers. Um, It's like what freelancers use, but different.
5: We also had the ship's computers monitoring the convergence as well.
4: Exactly, Mm -hmm. and I want to see whether it matches that one or whether it's a distinct timeline. We have the ability to bounce around them. Uh, So I want to take advantage of that one moment before it disconnects, since I did succeed the check uh, to find out this information.
0: I'm going to spend uh, a point of threat here. And I'm going to say, in order to cross-reference that information, you're going to have to use your Temporal Observatory. you're going to have to get, you're going to have to activate a visual representation for the computer to actually get a sense of where and when this thing came from. So you're going to have to use your time kids tech in order to do it. You don't have to send the entire space into a holographic representation of time travel, but you're going to have to use your advanced tech to do what you're trying to do right now.
4: Um, Cool, so can I get the obtained information momentum back? Because Sorex is right over my shoulder, I can't do that right now. Uh, it would, no, it would, it would give up the everything.
0: Uh, I would say, so first of all, you can, you can get the Obtained information check because you're trying to get this information. If you're going to get it, um, the the threat spend is going to make. I mean, it's deliberately to include the complication of Sorex being nearby. Um. Yeah. If you want to get if you want to get the information without Sorex seeing, I'm basically adding the condition that you can get that information, but you're either gonna have to leave where you are right now, or like either moves into another hiding space to activate that, or have somebody distract Sorex from what you're doing. I'm essentially adding time to what you're doing.
4: Yeah. Um so I'm sorry, y'all. But of everyone here, Cyril has not seen the point of flying to Sorex. Uh, there's chronotons. We show up with no explanation. He's not a dummy, and he's been clear that we're lying.
0: It's also it's also worth pointing out that even even Daniels was like, "Hey Archer, here's where I'm from, and here's like why I need exactly. your help."
4: Exactly. <laughs> it's it's not an overt. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to reveal that you're a time agent. And frankly, it was the clearest possible explanation of who we are. So despite everyone really, really, really trying to lie to Sorex, um, Cyril has been the least apt for it. So you know what, I will accept the complication and and Sorex can find out, that's fine. In my defense, in my defense, (laughs) I came in late and just kind of had to wing it. And k would absolutely do that, where I think Cyril,
6: like, they're dead. different people. In, in okay. our defense, I would like to say we did try to lie to him pretty well, just because we didn't lie well. In you lied! Case, you
4: lied well!
0: Yeah. Uh, in which case, I'll say, go ahead and get your momentum back. And in return, what question would you like to know? You would like to know specifically what uh, what time frame, what time period it came from?
4: Yeah, and you were also saying out of time line. Basically, uh, what's the time switch? my muted friend.
0: Yes. Uh, so what you get is uh, I- immediately as you activate this, a small cloud appears in your palm.
1: <laughs>
0: this hologram. This is all, of course, happening while all the chaos is breaking loose in front of all of you. And Sorax does turn and glance at it, and you see all these threads. All of you can see, anybody who's nearby uh, Cyril right now would see the threads and the timelines. You see an intersection has already taken place, Cyril, between the timelines that y'all are in and the one that this technology apparently is from. It's from a few years prior, definitely in the timeline of the temporal uh, Cold Wars, which is kind of where y'all are at right now. Uh, it's maybe the late 28th century time travel tech. Not the best It is based off of early Federation holographic technology. It looks like it's been reworked and reworked and reworked. Probably an antique from its era that has been redesigned. You can already kind of piece together in your head what this probably was. Somebody had an antique piece of technology that they refashioned an old piece of Federation technology back together and then probably sold it on a market and sold it on a market and sold it on a market. There is nothing particularly special about this piece of technology. However, it is being used as a channel point for these creatures to broadcast through. That's where the uniqueness came into it. Because you got that back, the complication that was enacted, I'm gonna go ahead and say you detected it as you're looking through this. Uh, they've basically aikido your signal. So as you're sitting there looking at the, uh, the fact that you've gained access to this, you realize that they've gained access to your uh, internal computer system that you have in, your, in the palm of your hand. They have no way of interacting. They have no way of like, of activating it or using it, but they have access. And you can see that they're trying to find out who and what you are, with limited success. It's mostly just like the Tholians have kind of spotted that you're here, now these creatures have spotted that you're here, is the mechanical side effect of this. So they have a little bit more information. They are aware that uh, probably temporal operatives are in the area. So think of it like a sonar ping. They were able to discover the thing that was accessing our communications device is not from this time period.
6: Or like when Roto puts the ring on and then Oswald can see him.
0: Not nearly as detailed, but yes, it's like it's essentially like think of it more like the ring wraiths, know that it's that way. Like these, the Cyritex know that you're here now. They just don't know where. That's the complication. A quick question
5: yeah. uh, Is the Catechus, the ship, is that nearby at all? Supposedly
0: it's in orbit. The Catechus, in orbit. Yeah. Supposedly it's in one of the far sides of the planet, use, utilizing the poles as well as its own stealth technologies to sort of evade the Romulans. Whether it's been successful or not, that's unknown.
2: I just want to visually think of Jatar and Don and just running aimlessly through the jungle still, going like it's and bear.
0: And
5: Venver. And I. But yeah. Oh, November,
2: that's right. But just, just like running aimlessly, just going like, are they behind us? Like we two Vulcans just-, <laughs> just like taking off Calmly. still.
5: Yeah. Um, but no, speaking of, we're going to circle back as if we're going to sort of pincer uh from the other side, as if um, people were going to make an attack from where we were hiding. Mm-hmm. We would come in from the other side.
0: Okay, so Inver nods to you. She understands exactly what you wanted to do, and the two of you just break off and circle mm-hmm. back around through the jungle.
5: And uh, assumedly, uh, Donnyn would be uh, in on this plan as well. This uh, I, easy to also, communicate. I have a uh, focus in attack patterns
0: as well. Just okay. throwing that out there. Okay. I cool. ha- and
3: I have I have combat tax- tactics. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, so y'all are getting up and like, a, you're setting up a perimeter basically around Exactly. This okay. No point in hiding the fact that you're here at this point, you're like, well, then we're just going to protect the away team kind of deal. Alright. Miraculously, aside from the hologram being deactivated, nothing has changed in the situation yet. Vosrix is still standing scanning the tree line. Um, you, Cyril, you have uncovered the information that there is an intersection of the timeline and that you have been detected but the hologram has shut down
4: question about that. And about the time tech you mentioned that we have and it's capacity to do jumpy things. Yes. And the timeline we just identified. Yes. Can I put those pieces of information together and do Uh, a jump?
0: And do a jump in the timeline.
4: Mm-hmm. We said we could in
0: the other. Can, time can we in this? In the other, in the other. I'm not sure I understand what you're asking.
4: Can I use the tech to jump to the time stream I just identified uh, the be as being from? Like we just kind of localized.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you're trying to get a point of origin on the attacks themselves.
4: I mean, that was that was what the obtained information was. Okay.
0: For. Cool. 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 Uh, yes, you, you can't, well, it's difficult to get a point of origin. The Siretex apparently are from your timeline. So they're from this time stream there. If this, if two rivers have intersecting, they're from the one you are from. So you, you, you can take that information for sure.
4: Cool. So that, that's definitely within our capacity to hop, skip and jump. Yes. If it's our own time stream.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
4: So I look over my shoulder to Thran, cause we're like two, two, two mm-hmm. right now. We're two, two, three, technically, because Rx is right here. Uh, point at the time streams in my palm. You up for a hop? We could hop this. We could hop this right now. We yes. find the point of origin. Let's go. Uh,
0: Do you want hey, to take your team with you?
6: This or is maybe? another situation where Morse code Blinken would have common. So handy. Um, I don't, that's not one of the programming languages I know. Screeching
0: sound of the Tholian impatiently demanding you all to emerge from the Borges. Um,
6: <laughs> Shelby, let's let's
4: get everyone on comms. Uh, hey, everyone, I think we localized where the seer attacks are in the time stream. Uh, It seems like a pretty easy jump. I think we should do it. Anyone who wants to rendezvous and go after them directly, meet me at. Well, you know where I am. I didn't move.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Acknowledged.
5: We'll
0: Alternatively, out. because of the tech levels, you guys, remember, can site to site transport too.
5: Mm. Right. Bloop. Yeah, I think there's a moment where, um, as we're, Enver and I are running, we just look at each other and we sight to sight transferred at the same time <laughs> directly next to Cyril.
0: <laughs> Sorax hasn't said a word, but it looks like the understanding has finally dawned on him and he's quietly watching all of this.
2: Does Zorix get to go on a field trip? We can't just leave him here
4: all alone. No, we absolutely should leave him alone. If anyone can handle the Tholians here and now, it's someone who actually knows this place.
0: And unless he's being recruited, that would be a That's breach of the temporal No, I know,
4: like. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean,
2: this, is, this is going yeah. on a field trip. It was a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: gotcha. oh,
2: Sorry, yeah. That That's was okay. Really <laughs> but I was like, oh, we're, I'm in character now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what would y'all like to do? Would y'all like to do it all the party going to hop? Uh, like?
4: I'll look to Sorex then to that effect, since this was a, this was an out of character and say, we're going to go after the point of origin. Can you contain this?
0: He glances at uh, the agitated looking Tholian commander and says, it's why I was sent here, but I'm guessing whatever it is you're about to do the real problem has been rectified? Or is about to be?
4: About yeah, will have been.
0: I don't need to know anymore. Well, this was interesting. I'm- it, really,
3: it, it really is a lovely jungle. Probably would have been nice to find a, a place to live.
0: Well, that answers my question as to whether or not you're actually Romulans
5: best to remember us as Romulans.
0: So really raises, Romulan. his, raises his hand and says, I understand. Yes. Remember,
2: us Romulans, as I did last time. I'm not going to say anything. You know what? I'm just going to meet myself. So Rix
0: stands up and begins to approach uh, the Tholian. He just stands up rather suddenly and abruptly and begins to walk out of the bushes. Um, he is in full uniform. He's wearing the greens and golds of the Romulan Republic. Uh, he has the leather instead of those really obnoxious pointy-shouldered things that the old Romulan Navy used to have. You mean glorious? It, <laughs> glorious. Um, instead, has this like leather shoulders. Very. It's a very sharp uniform. Folds across like a tunic. Um, leather breeches on as he approaches, and the big thick boots. He comes stalking over um, proudly showing down. I mean, these Tholians tower over him in their full armor. But Sorex approaches and says, the last you hear of him before y'all do a jump, you hear him say, true and, and you all jump the timeline. Um, each one of you fading out of existence and popping back into existence somewhere completely different along the timeline somewhere completely different in the galaxy Um, all six of you appear in what looks like this glossy floored metal uh, it's a room about 20 by 20 dimly lit judging from the look of it it looks like a holodeck the floors have the have the obvious telltale signs of like technology wired underneath it it is it looks like it looks like it's like this sort of bluish metal that's smooth yet somehow still has sort of the detail that looks like it would be textured somehow it's almost as if somebody applied like a skin to like if this was a computer program Somebody just basically applied a skin to the floor to make it look like tech. Only as y'all are standing upon it, you can tell that it is in fact this metal uh, this, this metal material. And the blue ambience that's reflecting off of all of it, you're not sure if it's emitting a blue light itself or if it's just reflecting its natural metallurgic uh, uh, sort of palette color palette. To the to the of uh, the metal itself, the room's twenty by twenty. It's a perfect square. It goes all the way up. The ceiling is uh, towering over your heads. From what you could tell, um, there's nobody else in this room with y'all. But the room itself seems to pulsate with energy.
5: Immediately as we land, just a flip
0: scan. All right, you start immediately scanning. Uh, you're detecting... Uh, I would say make a reason science check on this. I will also are- also, particularly,
5: Jatar is doing a scan for threats in a security fashion. I, was I will go- do...
2: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was actually going to do the same because I have constantly watching the talent. Uh,
1: oh,
5: that
2: yeah, that's, that's when, better. When you attack... Uh, attempt a task to detect danger or hidden enemies, reduce the difficulty by one.
5: That's great. I'll assist in that then.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, go ahead and, and make your roll, your reason science check here. And I'll set the difficulty for this at one.
2: Uh, would this be more of a security check for me because I'm t- trying to detect threats and danger? Yes. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, I would say reason security.
2: <laughs> Good. I'm going to take uh,
0: momentum as well. Difficulty. And what was the difficulty? It's one, so this is a good chance to gain back so, some momentum. It
2: was drop down? Okay. Yeah. Ooh. That would be four successes, because one was a natural crit. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Plus one Ooh. from Jatar. Okay. Um, you're detecting pieces of technology from across the timelines. Jatar, you detect... Uh, all sorts of amalgam of, like, technologies from across uh, Federation technology. You're detecting uh, Bajoran technologies. Like, you're detecting energy frequencies from across the spectrum of all kinds of races from across the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. You, de- you do detect some Dominion-level technology and there is the unmistakable presence of Borg tech here as well. It looks like somebody has plugged in all kinds of a mishmash of tech from across time periods to form what it is you are in now. You also detect that there is nothing outside. This is a cube that is currently floating somewhere in space. The exterior is precisely 60 meters on the other side of every surface of this room. It's like you're inside of a metal block that is floating somewhere in space. You can't get a triangulation as to where.
5: As this information is coming in, Jatar seems to get lost a bit in thought and just turns to anyone who's listening and says something along the lines of eventually in the development of species and technology there is a need or a desire to preserve. We've seen this in plant life, in animal life. This seems to be a smattering of Preserve technology from various species and perhaps even times.
2: Almost like a collection or a museum of some kind. I don't know it gives me the creeps.
4: Yeah, museums freak me out too. I know I found the right place, but I I want to scan for serotap, like. Scan mm. for being, Scan for life forms. Do do do. Something. So, something led us here. I I know I got the right place. I know I got the right place. Mm-hmm. So where is it? You got the right place, Cyril. Do you want to run another scan?
6: Yeah. I'd like
3: to take a slightly different tack from Cyril. Like, they're looking specifically for the Sierra attacks. I want to look uh, through, like, the various items that seem to be displayed here and see if there is mm-hmm. anything that, like, particularly stands out as out of place.
0: Okay. Uh, that, I think, would be an insight engineering check or science if you have that, whichever you'd prefer of the two.
6: Is this is a very dusty place. Are we gonna see any footprints in the dust? No
0: dust. In oh, fact, okay. this place is clean. It, it clearly has fully functioning life support. Okay. Um, the air is cool inside. It's not stale. Hmm. It's it is just a giant dark ambient glowing blue metal room. <laughs> um, okay. So what? Sam, uh, Sam
3: called their check first, uh, but you did. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah. So Cyril, what what you what are you trying to do? You're trying to do.
4: I'm tricordering, like I'm doing the the general science law, um, okay. for, particularly with an eye to finding the serotaxin and like signal origin that brought us to this point. So,
0: okay, so re- out. definitely a reason science check then, yeah.
4: Awesome. Let me use one of those fresh momentum. What's the difficulty?
0: Difficulty is three.
4: Cool. Um, tricorder is a little voice that pops it down to two. two.
1: two. <laughs> it sounded
4: like a balloon when the air goes <laughs> out.
0: Did you just roll a bunch of 20s?
4: No, I only uh, rolled one, and because I have cautious Science, it re-rolls. Um, but... Look, I—it's it's a and d die. I know that now. I know that it's now. D&D. All right. Oh, hey, awesome. Um, thank goodness this is a reason science check, because that means I got three successes, which means we get one momentum back up, because I lowered it from the tricorder, which brings us back to dough. No, five.
0: So you're trying to get confirmation <laughs> that this is where you, what, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. real quick. Just so we can be as specific as possible, what were you what were you trying to find out from the scan that you just made successfully?
4: Uh the CiroTax who produced the signal that we were tracking to come here in the first place.
0: You are you are definitely where it originated from. This but I can't
4: find like a life sign or an energy signature that matches You're
0: definitely finding energy signatures that match, yes. This entire place is like a living computer room. You're detecting the energy signatures from all. You can you can definitively say that you are standing inside of what appears to be some kind of holographic matrix that is just floating in space, like somebody just created a block of a, like a holodeck block with no doors or windows and just toss it into the void. Is kind of what it what your scans are telling you. You're also detecting a lot of chronotonic energy outside. This place has. Been consistently used as like a radio trip, like a radio tower for time travel.
4: I relay that. I can definitively say that this is a time museum.
5: Out of nowhere, Jatar just says, Computer, activate program.
0: Nothing happens. Dang it.
3: (laughs) Can I make my check now? Yes. Um reason Eng- was it Reason Engineering you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would also like to buy um a die with momentum. Alright. And what's my difficulty?
0: Uh difficulty this is also three.
3: We're okay. dealing with the end the tech on this
0: thing. It's so unusual. This should be fun. Yeah.
3: I mean, I didn't succeed, but that was better than I expected it to be. I got two out of those three, so. Okay.
0: So what you're able to glean is you pace about the room, you're hearing Cyril kind of spill all this information that they just got from their scan. Donnan, as you move throughout this strange room, you run your hands across the walls. Again, the walls look textured. It looks like you should be running your hands up and down, grooves in the walls. But it's like it's behind glass or something, because everything is completely smooth. You see each channel these pulses of energy flowing through these little, like, lit, like, pathways that arc throughout the entire place, giving this place almost the look of, like, a heartbeat. But you're not able to determine what it is you're inside, or what it is the purpose of any of this stuff. It looks... So familiar as technology goes, but so completely useless. Like, what is its purpose? Where are the holographic emitters in this place? You're not seeing evidence of any of it.
2: I'm an idiot.
3: This place is gross.
2: (laughs) Can I feel anything telepathically? As I'm sitting here, we're all scanning technology. There could be little invisible life forms all around us. Um,
0: You you start to focus your (laughs) telepathic skills. Try to reach out and feel if you can detect anybody's presence there. And you were overwhelmed immediately.
2: Oh crap, I knew it.
0: As you sort of reach out and open yourself up to see if anyone's there, Kadix, you suddenly hear millions of voices pouring into your head. It drowns out the sound of everything around you. Conversations, uh it's 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 there's it's so it's pure chaos. You can't make out what you're hearing all of you see cadix suddenly's eyes go wide and, <gasps> a gasp come out of her mouth as she kind of freezes up for a second um i'm gonna need you to make a roll here and i'm gonna need you to make i'm gonna go ahead just because of i'm gonna to, to make this a little more balanced i'm gonna say that this whole scene is taking place because i'm gonna spend two threat for it so oh. I would
5: if possible, I would I be able to spend momentum. Jatar is going to jump in with an emergency mind meld to to try to help.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think y'all have been a team long enough and you actually Mm -hmm. did this once before. So I think so. Yeah. 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 You actually did this once before. So you recognize the telltale signs of Kadix having a symnactic overload. Their Mm -hmm. their telepathic ability is currently causing them... You can see... The expression on her face is terrifying, because you can see that she has slipped away. Hmm. There is a face on that body, but it's not Cadix. She is gone. She just... (gasps) Kind of eyes widen. You rush in. I'm gonna have you make a roll real quick, Cadix, and then you can assist on this. Okay. Um, So for Cadix, this is going to be... This is gonna be wild, but I'm gonna say this is gonna be... I'm going to say this is going to be a control science check for you.
4: Science, okay. Or a control command. Okay. Ah, the wisdom saving throw of STA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: basically. And for you, Mm -hmm. our mind melder, Jatara, I'm going to say this for you. This is going to be an insight command check. Perfect. Love it. And the difficulty of this uh, is, mm, what are you attempting to do, Jatara? okay uh are you trying based- to pull her out of
5: it yes uh you said like the face okay. that we saw wasn't cadix i'm searching for cadix
0: to bring her back okay then i'm going to set the difficulty of this at two okay okay so go ahead and make your roll bonnie and go ahead and do your assist Sandra, as the library bards try to save each other
1: hey, hey. I, got
0: you. <laughs> I got a success okay so gain a momentum uh it's... Xander, it's a lot like when somebody is about to slip and fall and you catch them right before their head hits the ground. Kadix mm-hmm. it's almost like Kadix is about to get pulled into uh, the an undertow. Into, like, a dangerous wave at the beach, and you manage to grab hold of her and pull her back. As you do, you also hear the faint onslaught of voices. You manage to pull her free, and the two of you... Kadix, uh, when your eyes shoot back open... J'Tar has his hands on you as a, in a mind meld, and you're, both of your eyes shoot open. And the two of you come back.
2: I'm just gonna look at all of them and be like, we're not alone.
1: Who did you hear?
2: Too many. Uh, I'm not sure if it, if they're all in here, or if it's the technology connecting them all together, or it seems like we're at some sort of nexus. It's like an entire civilization in my head.
4: That's too big a party. Sorry, Thran.
2: No theme is going to fix this.
3: (laughs) We should try and figure out what the source is. There's. something weird about this place it it feels familiar while also feeling unfamiliar is anybody else getting that yes i can't put my finger on it and i wish i could figure out exactly where the the origin point of the origin point is does that make sense
5: yes you this uh, who does this belong to is this one species collection is this an entity is this the last remaining technologies it is a mystery
3: where it all appears to be one room one consistent size but what if this is also some sort of illusion
5: mm, perhaps a disruption then and jatar will put out pull out a phaser and nice. on the stun setting just check uh hitting one of the walls
0: the beam lances out from the tip of the phaser, striking one of the walls. Doesn't seem to have any inherent effect. You do see what looks like a ripple play mm. across the surface of the wall for a moment before it goes. Mm. I'll increase the setting on the phaser and shoot again. Jeez. All right, you Um, I would say spend, at that point, I would say the phaser loses two points of power. Okay. Um, there is this time the beam is much more pronounced the sound of the beam is higher pitched and you can see the impact on the wall has that same rippling effect but you also see um, the room itself begins to you can see lights begin to play across the surface
5: uh as this is happening jatar will quickly move up and uh, test the wall that he had shot is it emitting heat? Did it absorb yes. You heat? don't even okay. have
0: to touch it. As you're getting closer, you can feel the superheating take place. Even though it was on the stun setting, it was a steady beam. Mm. So as you approach it, stun settings, of course, especially if you're going to maintain the beam, can still be dangerous. And as you get mm-hmm. a little bit closer, you can definitely feel the heat has been dissipating rapidly. But as you approach, it did make impact and it did have a reaction. Um, because in reaction to this, mm. as your hand is uh, hovering above the surface, you all hear what sounds like high-heeled shoes coming down a hallway. Clomping down the hall. Um,
6: Is there an
0: overt door? (laughs) No, but there is somebody approaching you all from the other side of the room.
4: It sounds like Commander Miller from the Academy. I'd never forget those heels.
5: Um, Jatar will keep this phaser out on the stun
0: setting and whip around Conan is finger. gonna
3: try and find some cover.
0: <laughs> There's, there is, mm. you can take cover behind one of your friends, but that's oh, yeah. the only oh. cover in the room. I was,
3: th- I thought, like all of the the pieces of technology were kind of like a uh, shelves or, or something like that. Uh, they
0: should be. It looks like they, it it looks like the technology should have dimension, but it all is behind what looks like like a glass wall.
3: Okay, all right, it, that's it, that's where I kind of missed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. creating sort of like a a visual. Optical illusion where it looks like y'all should be walking on a textured three dimensional space, but it's all underneath a single one dimensional, or rather two dimensional, like flat round, like ground. Cool. Yeah. Great. Um,
3: yes, there, got, there is the
0: back. there is a figure emerging from the dark, walking towards all of you. Not high heeled shoes. Looks like dress shoes of some kind.
6: Uh, we can see the shoes of the person. Can we see
0: the face of the person? <laughs> the silhouette as they approach. And when they finally come to a stop, what you see is a a figure. It looks like a late 24th century Federation uniform. And the face is flickering, going... And every time it flickers, you see one of your faces. It's like like somebody is spinning the face on the top on like a like a spinning top, and it stops for a second and it'll spin again to another face.
6: Okay, I'm gonna talk talking to it. Hello. Does it react in any way when I like I'm gonna step forward? And
0: you see goes. your face appear on its on its surface suddenly, as you say hello, and in your voice, Thran, you hear. How did you find us? How did you find us?
6: We have some very smart people on our team. Are you okay?
0: We are dead now. Dead? Yes. What happened? You killed us. When? Soon.
6: Soon. I'm going to take a step back. Who's closest to me right now? Who wants to be? Zero?
4: Yeah, we were, we were near.
6: I think you should try talking to it. I want to try something. <clears throat>
4: um. Hi, I'm Cyril Jatarek.
0: You see the face shift to your Cyril, and they go, hi. Whoa
4: weird right
6: do i really sound like that no you sound better you sound more you than that thing does um i'd like to try and scan this thing with my tricorder
0: easy enough um uh the moment you start scanning you detect this this is in fact exactly what you think it is this apparently is a it has the exact same energy signature it is a holographic projection of some kind
6: cool um is there? Can I can I see if there's any change in um, like change in the thing that's standing in front of me when I stand in front of it and when Cyril stands in front of it?
0: Doesn't seem to be no. It okay. looks like it's what the impression you're getting is that it's cycling through its ways of communicating.
6: Okay, copy. So it's 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 purely superficial. It's not actually like. Correct. Um, there's there's this... Ha-
0: happy to report that Cyril's face is still on their body. <laughs> okay,
6: great, great, great. Um, yeah, I think that it just takes its face, our faces, as a way of communicating. I don't think there's any time wibbly ness with it. Um okay. my
4: face. There aren't even antennae, because it's still Romulan. How did we kill them?
6: Uh, if sir certain... Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah how did we it... kill you? Why did we kill you? Why will we kill you? What'd you do? Did you hurt us?
0: The face shifts. Alarming. Inver for a moment, as it shifts to Inver. And her head lowers, and in a very logical way, she says, We tried to stop you. We knew you would be our end we thought we could perhaps before you were recruited into the federal into the federation temporal agency we were not successful we knew this moment would come we did not know when we were unable to see and now we must die
2: i'm going um. to oh sorry i was like i'm just going i'm going to look at jatar uh Kind of just give him a glance knowingly, like basically letting him know, like I'm, I'm going back in and I want to uh, kind of center myself, close my eyes, and I'm going to dive back into the voices and burn a value, which is listen closely, learn carefully. And I want to try and hear, um, I, I want to try and pick up on like, who are, who are they, what I'm just trying to pick up on any information okay. I can, that's going to help solidify this these clues.
0: I'm gonna to do what I'm gonna. So here's the thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a lot like reaching into a fireplace to grab something out of the fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I can let you do this, and you will get the information. But I am going to spend threat, and this is going to cause stress damage to you.
2: Okay. I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna stand closer to
0: guitar. Okay. In that case, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go ahead and roll. But I'm gonna make it a roll, so you might take okay. nothing. Okay. Or you might take a lot. We'll see. But I'm gonna go ahead and roll. I'm just to be completely transparent. I'm rolling four dice.
2: Great. Do I roll anything? I should probably roll something, you know, nope. for fun.
0: Nope, this is damage.
2: Oh, oh.
0: You have elected to take damage because you are basically diving back into that sea of psychotic energy that is it, it, like flowing through this place. There is so much happening all at once. Mm. Um. So uh, you are going to need to spend momentum to shrug off an injury.
1: Oof, As I, I rolled, will.
0: I rolled five. We have momentum.
2: Yeah, I um, roll. And does burning a value do yeah. help at all?
0: Yes. I- um, with that value, I'm going to give you exactly what you're asking for, without having you to even roll for anything. You just get it. Okay. The consequence is you get you get dinged for it. So, mm-hmm. once again, you decide to brave the rivers of voices that are flowing through this mm-hmm. place when you open yourself up to them psychically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As it happens. Again, the psychic energy, you can, you can feel it flooding into you in billions of voices. You were so off your estimation the first time. Mm. Because the first time it just sounded like someone took two headphones, put them against your ears, and cranked it past 11 on static. And it flooded you. This time, you focus on one thing. Like Imagine if for a split second you were able to survive standing in the winds of an F5 tornado and you reached out and grabbed someone who was flying past you and you were able to mm-hmm. grab them and pull them down that's kind of the same chaotic painful maddening effect that takes place as you reach out and grab hold of something and all mm-hmm. it is it's not a person it's a voice Okay. you hear in your mind as the den of voices die down for a split second before you pull yourself back out of it Kadix you hear what sounds like a young girl having a conversation with her mom asking her mother about the names of stars and you're hearing answers well this one's named after our goddess and you're hearing the mother have this conversation Mm -hmm. and that's it that's all it is for you it lasts maybe a few moments of it sounds like Judging from the sounds you can hear, you're you're hearing the experience, you're hearing it from the perspective of this young girl, Mm -hmm. feel the wonderment and adoration of a young girl that wants to know if she can go to those stars one day, she's having this conversation with her mother, and you're getting the sensation that the two of you are preparing food together Mm -hmm. for your birthday. And when your eyes shoot open, your head is throbbing, and there's a little trickle of blood coming out of your nose as you have fallen over to the ground. Okay. You're looking up at the ceiling. Um, the voice you heard sounded very similar to an untorn, unstatic version of Siratek's language.
6: Okay,
2: so <sighs> Okay. Ah, so doesn't. I have so many questions still. okay.
0: Yeah
1: uh,
0: almost instantly, <laughs> Inver is by your side, trying to help mm. you up. Mm-hmm. cradling your head and slowly lifting you and are you all right?
2: I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I'm going to look at the hologram and and uh, basically front s- out oh my gosh words
0: um, you get the feelings of the hologram immediately when you look at them. the hologram is afraid it's scared of all of you it doesn't look like it but you can feel the fear mm. and sadness it's like,
2: we don't want to kill anyone.
0: Yes, you do. You regret having to do it. But you will want to.
4: Why?
3: What has happened that would... Nothing. Must is a really strong word. So far we're not seeing anything that tells us we must do anything.
0: You will learn that our purpose is to exterminate an entire species so that we might live.
3: So in turn, we must exterminate you? That seems um... Messed illogical. Up.
0: You make that, that argument. The hologram nods and says, you make that argument and you wrestle with this issue. But ultimately, every single time you make the same choice because you learn the truth about who we are. We tampered with the timeline, much like you and your people have. We did it to the point where it wiped us from existence. We sacrificed our purpose. We gave up who we were because we were arrogant and foolish. And because of that, our species was erased. I am all that remains. I am the memory and the history and the lives of our people. It is my mandate to find a way back into the timeline and to set things right. But in order to do so, one species must go. One timeline must be erased if we are to ever return.
5: And you are the arbiters of this mandate. You have determined this equivalent exchange...
0: I am the remnant of what our species left behind to ensure our survival. I am the memory and the thoughts of all of our kind.
5: Perhaps your kind is not used to finding other solutions to your problems.
0: We, like you, could travel through time. It is through the constant seeking to solution to this problem that brought us to our annihilation.
4: Which Do you species stop problem solving?
0: <laughs> we became the problem.
4: Live long enough.
2: Which
3: species?
2: Which species would you have to wipe out? Which timeline would you have to wipe out?
0: I have been accumulating candidates.
3: Well, that's not terrifying at all.
6: How long is your list?
0: Currently, there are 4,393,267,407 species.
6: So when you said soon earlier, sounds like you have a lot to dig through. Um, What will ultimately determine the species that you choose?
0: As I continue to delve into the timelines, I will be able to narrow it down, statistically, from what I have been able to compute. There will be eight possible candidates. From there, out of those eight, I shall have to find the one. There is only one way to do such a thing. I need more data, which means instead of one species, three must die. Is
3: this why you're at the Iconian Gate?
0: Yes. My intention was to deliver the Iconian technology into the hands of the Tholians. To what end? To set off a chain reaction that would result in the extermination of the Romulan species. The Romulans?
5: At first. This is an admirable plan, and... I do admire your... need to persist. But your goals are just to further yourself. As you said, you are the last of your species. Do you propagate on your own? Will you be creating duplicates of yourself?
0: Once my species is restored, we will live our lives as intended. Only this time, We will not permit ourselves to tamper with temporal energy.
5: It is one thing to feel regret. It is another to make amends. Perhaps it may be too late for you to undo the damage that you have done temporally. If that is the case, why is it that your species should survive over another when the goal of species is to create a better environment for those around them.
0: That is an entanglement I do not have to deal with, being that my programming and purpose has but one goal.
5: Then you are correct. We shall eliminate you. And Jatar aims the phaser.
4: Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Wait! We can fix this! We can fix this! How we just we just need to change the programming. Well, I was gonna say can we need at their it? notes and then find a better way because this program is limited and our creativity as beings is unlimited because we are unfettered by any sort of hard-coded restrictions. And so maybe if they give us their notes, we can find a better way, but maybe that. But first, can we, can we try
5: As long as we have time.
4: I mean, we're made of that. We have all the time in the world. Give me your notes. I get, like, into the hologram's
1: face.
4: (laughs) I am right behind Cyril, ready to pull them back
6: in case it looks like this thing is about to attack.
0: The being looks at you, and its face shifts to your face. Its eyebrows kind of lower, and it gives you an even look. And it simply says, we are not designed to engage in futility.
4: what I'm made for, baby.
3: Non-holographic beings kind of uh, excel at uh, acts of futility.
4: It's futile if you think we're gonna eliminate you, then continuing down your current course of action on your current assumptions, that's what's futile. You have to try something new. We're new!
0: It waves its hand, and you see its version of the timelines go You just see all of this data form coalescing into an observatory, much like your very own the ones you have. The difference is, this one is expansive outside, connecting mirror universes, stretching across in, in, in alternate dimensional ways. You can see all the different timelines as they are spread out. The first thing you notice is the multiple timelines that you see that are running parallel to one another. And in here, out of character, you would see the Kelvin timeline. You would see, like, the Canon timeline The start. Like, all of the timelines basically, like, mapped out in front of you. And you see pinging on the center of this timeline a central port where it looks like three of them have become entangled. And it's at the moment when, which you left on New Romulus. All
4: right. Well, step one, we've pinpointed a bit of a problem. It's right there. Cool. Then we move to step two, addressing the problem. Uh, can you show me what you've tried? what you what you looked for, how you got to these conclusions. I can see the time,
0: it but show me your work. Hands. As you're in the middle of saying it waves its hands and the data that explodes up on that observatory that fills this room immediately, Cyril, it's, uh, imagine what it would be like if you were a Renaissance painter and you just encountered your first supercomputer and it started speaking to you in code, using visualizations. That's how advanced and alien this looks to you. What you get immediately from seeing it, is that this is a race that was probably warping timelines and traveling through time for most of its existence. How long that could be, you can only tell, but for the same length of time that maybe the Federation has been traveling the stars, they've been warping time. And you see all of this data, probability. You see all of the chances. The maddening paradox that takes place. Every time a thread is pulled, another thread comes unraveled. The tie-up doesn't fix it. And it kind of loops around and around and around. And what you see, what you start gleaning, getting a general idea of more and more as you're looking around, is you're seeing the complexity of this is simply beyond the understanding of any of you. This computer has created what looks like a model that is centuries ahead of understanding of even where the Federation Temporal Agency is at. It looks to you like y'all are at a point where so much has been manipulated, pulled and rearranged that the threads have tightened to a suffocating point where they're threatening to break. And it looks like that center point is where you all just left. That's what you're able to glean from from what you see. Otherwise, none of this makes sense.
4: Okay, I can follow this. This isn't so bad. <laughs> I just... You know... Uh, let me get to work on this. I need St. Patty. That's all. Just, just give me, give me a, give me time.
0: No, and it flicks its hand and it goes, it all comes offline.
6: Coward. Why won't you let us help you?
0: Because this ends the same way in every permutation.
6: Then let it end in this one, the one in which we fail.
0: Our destruction is imminent.
4: No, this is a problem of induction. Just because everything up until now has failed, doesn't mean the next one does. Things fail until they work. Sorry, I, Will. I.
5: It may be time to listen to them.
3: I, I, I'm sorry, I'm kind of stuck on something that Cadix just said about changing the program. Doesn't that achieve the same thing? Doesn't that essentially destroy who they are as they are right now and turn them into something different?
2: If we somehow change the programming in a way that they could find other solutions that don't involve wiping out other species, finding alternative
5: solutions, The destruction may not be permanent.
3: It's not about necessarily destroying who they can be. It's simply rewriting who they were. So yeah, maybe the end of this version of them is imminent. But it doesn't have to be the end of them. Like, think of how many times other species have evolved in the very same way
2: but there's no species to evolve that's there and then
3: well don't you didn't they just say they're there like the preservation of their entire species
2: they're all here all of their memories are here they are not
4: memories are how we keep everything alive all sorts of vessels for memories Is that what you have, memories?
0: This vessel is the entire recorded history, holographically preserved within these databases.
2: It's more than just holograms. It's true memories, emotions, their essence. I can feel them, I can hear them.
4: Then why couldn't we do this? If there's holographic everything about them, that's just emitters, baby.
5: But we have yet to encounter one that could handle such data.
4: Yet.
3: So are we doing some program fiddling or what?
2: Would that be a way of survival? Transmitting these memories, these essence of your people into a holographic state? Yes. So they can continue on? Yes. Then what's the problem?
0: To do so we must die.
4: I think what I just said, the point stands. Yeah, butterflies have to turn into goo. Well, caterpillars, then they're goo, then they're butterflies. That's the point, you're gonna be butterflies, like holographic butterflies. This is a riddle.
0: The memories (laughs) will be, we will not.
3: It's not death, it's evolution. And evolution
5: starts with change.
4: Yeah, stop being sour. We're gonna get to work.
0: Change is death and death is change. And it is inevitable. Um. All right. You all sit down, determined as hell to break whatever cycle this thing thinks it's in. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in ten minutes, y'all. Don't go anywhere. Looking back, let's go ahead and jump right back into our game tonight. Uh, you guys have decided to set to work to see if you can... <sighs> Do what this program is telling you is impossible. Probably the wrong thing to have said to this group. Probably the wrong thing to have said to these time kids. Um, You all have set to work using your scanners, your information, all the tech you have at your disposal to try to see if you can unravel the rest of this riddle and also solve this equation of of inevitability that this program apparently believes it is on. Um, also one thing you've kind of started to wrap your head around is this thing seems to be speaking of itself as we but it seems to be holding itself apart from the overall arcing memories of the place that it apparently is attempting to exterminate all life for from an entire species it's a big equation to hack and settling in to try to get into it, it it is worth noting that whatever happens however this turns out however it ends up Y'all are going to have to jump back to the point where you left to disentangle that crossover of the timeline. This could be the the event that helps you do that. Time will tell. But as it stands right now, we're in this strange floating metal room. Let's find out what y'all want to do. What is the plan?
4: Alright. Cyril... Uh, Cyril is going to start off by taking, um, like, uh, an abstracted out singular entity of this species uh, that um, I I really want to name for you. Can you help me out with that? Because I don't want to nickname someone without their permission. What should we call you?
0: It's at you without real comprehension of specifically what you were asking. And after a few moments of trying to process the question, it finally replies, we are many.
4: I can work with that. Uh, So with an abstracted proof of concept that many Many. is uh, gonna give me, and I'm gonna start working on on the skeleton of program architecture that we will need i don't think i have all the pieces of this but basically i need a a program that i can put into hollow emission okay uh that's gonna require a whole lot of like stuff it's gonna i'm i'm on software hardware integration duty i'm doing some science and i'm doing some engineering and i know i might come up short but i need to start get figure out where that is
0: it sounds to me like you're doing an extended task
4: i think i might have set myself up for this very thing
0: indeed indeed yes i might have
4: done this to myself
0: yep 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 we don't use it Mm -hmm. too often let me just come up with the with the track for you here Mm -hmm. um what are the rest of you doing uh, as this information is coming
5: in from Cyril, Jatar is going to utilize uh, his Time Kids technology uh, and sort of analyze the output of data and what sort of container could hold something like this. And it's sort of doing like a searching scan over time and space to see like, what are sort of the examples of things within this perimeter uh, that were being created by any species at any time. <laughs>
0: in the pr- you you wanted to find out what kind of holographic technology that has been used to create something similar to this well it, we're getting
5: these readings right from what they're analyzing and i can uh-huh. say okay what sort of technology could handle this power output or this computational load uh, you know what i mean something that could facilitate the at least storage of something like this we
4: right. have examples from all time and space what can we template off of because you Even never want to yeah right Oh, could it be a ship, Jitar?
0: I don't know. I'm checking. You're basically <laughs> trying to find it. Wh- like, where can we, <laughs> where where can we can put this find thing? An arc, basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um... Okay. But that could be a part of an extended task, too. It doesn't have to be. Instantaneous. I, I mean, there's no reason in the world why I can't make that part of the extended task. Sure. Sam doesn't have to be the only one rolling for this extended task. Do you know really what I mean? Well, the yeah. whole operation. This could all be you describing to me how you are basically going to take this incredible problem that I presented, that this this program is presented, and all of you tell me how you're contributing it to basically right. be to basically be like, no, we're gonna. Mm-hmm. This is not how this has to be. Um, I'm gonna set this for. Uh, let's say, I'm going to say an even 10. I'm going to give you limited attempts. Okay. 10 limited attempts in order to, because at that point you're going to have worked through all of the problems and either wound up discovering that you can't move forward, that you've, you've run into something that's recursive, that for whatever reason, the logic problem itself has just defeated you that'll be mirrored by the limited attempts. This is going to be one of the triggered extended tasks I've ever given you all. Oh boy. You haven't let me down yet on the extended tasks. However, I've never big... done
4: one, so I could absolutely be the person who does that.
0: Okay, so I could be base... the first failure. So here's here's the information you need to know. Mm-hmm. The base difficulty for this task is 4, which is rough for an extended task. Um cool.
3: Where are we at on momentum right
0: now? I have three. Three? Okay. Um, gain gain an extra one because I actually, I, when you scanned, I forgot to set that as a difficulty zero instead of going back and writing that. So just gain an, ex, uh, an extra one. Um, so base difficulty is four for an extended task that's rough. Uh, it has a resistance of two mm-hmm. and the magnitude Oops. One sec. No, 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 no. That's that's wrong. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, Okay, so it's limited attempts. You're going to get, I'm sorry, this is going to be, you're going to get 20 attempts. I'm sorry, 10 attempts. Blah, blah, blah. I am all over the place right now.
6: I'm sorry, did you say the magnitude, or have you not said that yet? I might have cut out. Okay, great.
0: Yeah. Base difficulty is 4, the resistance is 2, the magnitude is 4. And you get ten total attempts, so this is doable. It's just going to be kind of an uphill climb because of the base difficulty and the resistance.
4: All right. Cool. Um,
0: okay. okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go around, and whoever wants to contribute to this, let me know. And this is a good opportunity to try to roll the thing you are best at in order to contribute to whatever it is you are trying to do. Um, so, if you would like to contribute to the extended task, you can do it. You'll just need to tell me how it is that you're contributing in this in this way to get it to get it done. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like for example, if you were going to use security. Okay, if that's your best thing, explain to me how, just rationalize how you're using that in this extended task, and I may or may not let you do the thing and use that to the benefit of the entire party. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. I can't see y'all right now because I've got all of my GMs. Oh, yes, <laughs> oh, we are nodding. We are
4: nodding. Yes.
0: <laughs> I was like, uh, did I lose? Am I off Twitch right now? Am I talking to myself? We're yeah. trying not to cross
4: talk, and as in-
0: <laughs> so just, just give me one second because I'm opening up all of these tables right now to to make sure that we get this uh, done proper. Like this is yeah, where. Yeah. This is, another, like this is another example of why I continuously advocate for GM screens. I don't care mm-hmm. what people say. It's it's all preference. If you don't like them, don't use them. I happen to love accessibility. Uh, Thank you very much. So Especially, we had gone through what Cyril and Jatara are doing.
5: Would it benefit you to just go around to say what we're doing first and then we'll make the rolls?
0: Uh, actually, yeah, that might be the best way to do this. Okay. Um, give me one sec. Uh, I'm going to use the Klingon core book because it has the most updated version of the rules. uh, Which is both cool and frustrating at the same time. (laughs) But uh, hey, you know, publishing these books ain't cheap, so I don't blame them for being like, you know, we could do a revised edition or we could just put out a Klingon core book.
4: (laughs) I mean, look, it might be better than letting a class permanently languish as nigh unusable and nerfed compared to all the others because you want to ensure that your handbook for players is the only resource needed. So, okay. you know, has made a different choice and one I think is is viable in its own right.
0: Okay, here we go. Alright, I want to see attending an ascended task. Alright, cool. I just want to see how you can spend momentum. Because uh, I know you can get, you can reduce, you can use piercing to reduce resistance by two for every momentum you spend for it. Correct.
1: That's
4: going to be our big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna We're going to need to almost always do that. And I'm going to want to re-roll a lot of dice on the once you succeed the check, you do that many things.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, Those mm
4: -hmm. are gonna be the two that I think we wanna reserve our momentum for overall.
1: Okay.
5: Also, just as a note, a lot of us have untapped potential, which is we're able to reroll if we've spent momentum,
0: I believe. Oh, cool. Okay. So let's go ahead and set to work. And uh, let's start with you, Sam. Let's see what Cyril does. Cyril's attempting to basically use their computer expertise to do what exactly here?
4: Uh, This is data structures. um this phase of it is very like it's very computer science honestly i'm trying to determine the data structures that would be compatible with what we have and expand on what i know of computer science uh to try to build one that could even be an effective vessel for this alien data
0: so, what attribute and disciplines are you uh, asking to roll here for this? Which ones um, are you trained to roll?
4: I would say that for this role, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not subsequent. This one is a is a reason science because it's fundamentally I'm doing computer science,
0: uh, uh, yeah, not even software
4: engineering. Like
0: mm-hmm. this, this would, is the
4: computer science phase. Yep, I would agree with that. Yep,
0: absolutely. Okay, cool. Um. All right, so go ahead, and I would say. Go ahead and make your roll, your reason, science check.
4: Okay. Uh, This is also the first roll that I'm going to be using towards this. After this, my testing a theory and theory into practice will kick in, Mm -hmm. and it'll make the task a little bit more manageable. I'm going to turn down the difficulty by one, and I'll get another bonus.
0: So the base difficulty right now is four, and you do achieve four successes to get anything on this work track. This is the first attempt.
4: Uh, Are y'all okay with me taking one of our momentum for cautious to try to drum up some wealth? Cool then I am rolling four dice. Um, one for the momentum, one for computer expertise, my talent, and two for Star Trek Adventures. <laughs> five. No, wait. Uh, two, four, six. six. It's two, like five, but more so. All
0: right, so you're going <laughs> to get, get two successes. You're going
5: to succeed... And then we would like to spend for piercing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So then so that
4: brings us from six momentum back down to five.
0: That'll res- that'll remove a resistance of two. So you're going to so now you're going to roll the base skill in which you use. So you're going to start with two dice, mm-hmm. and you used your science discipline, which I believe is five. Is that correct?
4: Oh heck yeah!
0: So you're going to roll seven dice here on the track. Yes. And tell me what you get.
4: Um, let's see. Two four, six, seven. Uh, if I can spend one more momentum, then I can reroll three of my dice. Definitely. cool, cool, cool. cool. Thank you. Worth. That got us another two. Um, so eight, nine, total.
0: Nine total. Okay, yep. so that's more than five. It's gonna give you one breakthrough. So, you're going to achieve a single breakthrough on that, and you're going to do nine work on the track.
4: All right. That brings our magnitude from four down to three, yes? Yes. Nope.
5: Does that change the difficulty or no? The
0: uh, yes, the difficulty is going to drop by one. Okay. Difficulty goes down to three. Um, so you did, so you got So your five successes. Yeah, that's right. So that's going to drop, because that does five work, basically. Five work in a single roll will mean that you get one breakthrough. So mm-hmm. you okay, that's one. That's good. That's good. Good show. Good show. <laughs> oh, I typed this up wrong. Okay, hold on one second.
4: Oh, yeah, I could have popped through twice if I'd made one more point. One oh, two, well. One
0: um,
5: Okay, so do one, you know, we, you can spend momentum for additional work. Spend one momentum for one work done.
4: If but we do one more, because we're at nine.
0: But it doesn't stack, you only get a breakthrough if you achieve five. You get a single breakthrough. Gotcha. So if you did like ten work on a single roll, you get one breakthrough for breaking five. You don't get Got two. Got it. Yeah. So resistance is two, magnitude is four, and the work track is... Uh, okay, that's what it was. The work track is twenty. You get ten attempts. Okay. And the work track being twenty is not a big deal. So you did nine work. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you got one breakthrough. It's going to drop the base difficulty down to three, and the magnitude is also going to drop down because that's magnitude is basically the hit points of the task. You need three more breakthroughs. Um, all right this takes a good couple of hours of work really sitting down and crunching what you're doing and Cyril what you're discovering is is the magnitude of what you're working on this is easily the most complicated task you've ever sat down to work on and in a few moments in a couple of times I would <laughs> say uh on more than a few occasions Thran you're kind of just trying to like Being the social of the group, I imagine Thran is the one that's trying to, like, keep spirits up a little bit, because on more than a few occasions, you see Cyril just kind of, like, having moments where they don't know if their brain can hack what they're doing, the enormity of what they're doing. Not to mention the pressure. An entire civilization is in this room, and its existence depends on whether or not y'all can succeed. Otherwise, supposedly fate has slated you to murder this thing. Uh, the, the pressure is incredible. And on a few occasions, I would say your contribution to the roles here, I would say yours is going to be trying to keep Cyril's head in the game and keep them on track. The pressure could not be more intense. Um, and,
6: and, and actually, I think that what she's specifically going to try and do is like get rid of that pressure by engaging and asking questions about St. Patty um and uh just just making this like a okay this is just another thing we have to do this is just like staying up and like studying for like every other final that we've done and you know like after this like we're gonna go home and it's gonna be fine like we just need to get through this and so i think that it's just about it's it's actually about trying to like make the stakes not seem as dire as they if they are it's it's just about minimizing it so okay
4: and uh, they can They can focus.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah.
4: Right, I'm a hacker. I'm not an academic. This is this is data structures and algorithms and things that are not my expertise. I'm I'm, I'm supposed to just get into systems and people code it's, those real it's poorly. Just, it's, it's just one step at a time. It's
6: just like a mini puzzle from one thing to the next. Thinking tasks, not moments.
4: Tasks. I look up at Manny.
0: Minnie. Minnie is standing there like a statue just watching you. And you could swear it feels like they're judging you, but there's no expression on their face. They're just standing.
6: You know what? She's going to stand up in front of Manny, so you're looking at her instead
0: of... <laughs> you're just going to get in front of Cheryl's <laughs> vision. Hey, don't look at the stone-faced computer image. Well, that's thinks not look at that
6: little. thing. At Sharon, could I say
4: say maybe maybe the dumbest idea? Yeah, what's the dumbest idea? I love dumb ideas. Can we have the Spaghetti Western party here right now? Oh my god! Yes! It's a holiday.
6: Absolutely! It.
4: Oh my gosh.
6: I mean, if you've ever seen a Spaghetti Western because, like, I did my research, there's just, a, like, a lot of slow moments where they do nothing. So honestly, this is the perfect place for that. Um, I will see what I can
4: do. I jump up and I hug you.
1: Okay. and oh, it's a you.
4: little tremble like i'm putting all my anxious energy into you for a minute
6: uh best part is you're dressed perfectly for the part um but we've got to get through the spaghetti western and if i need to roll for this for roll for your sanity <laughs> <laughs>
1: great. i mean i'm
6: just trying to roll places like the thing that i that love it i love it Do we? full circle the perfect Kadix huh. is
2: in the corner slowly turning turning going
0: Um, I want to put this out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Right now, too. Yeah. Also, because the next person to roll is actually, it's actually going to be Jitar. Perfect. Okay. And Jitar, it's not manifesting in the same way. Obviously, Mm. being a Vulcan and whatnot, Mm. your brain. Oh man, you live for this. Yes. What a fascinating and stimulating problem this has been. Mm -hmm. No Um, solutions? Not on my watch. um, There is a version of this. A variable that has not been discussed yet. Hmm. That involves the death of everyone in this party. (laughs) That has been kind of floating in the back of your mind. Should you Mm -hmm. fail? Should... Things go poorly. Should timelines collapse? Should threads? As you're kind of considering this, your eyes glance up, just in time to see uh, that Donan is watching you right now, mm. as you are doing your your <laughs> your engineering feats, <laughs> as you're working on this. Um, an entire civilization is waiting for you. Is is currently in a dreamlike state in the database of this thing, and. According to Cadix, they're all very much alive, or at least their memories are very much alive. Hmm, I felt it. Um, how would you like to contribute here,
5: uh, if possible? I would still like to go down the path of
0: searching Anytime for okay the vessel. So, I think you're going to make. So, what what dice pull would you like to roll? So, for that
5: one, uh, maybe a reason. Reason engineering or reason science, either one.
0: Um, I think reason engineering. Okay. Reason engineering. And go ahead and make your roll. The difficulty is now three. Okay, and if
5: possible, I would like to pop a determination. Uh, with my value, uh, I trust in my own logic. Mm-hmm. Just to follow down that
0: path. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend two threat because I never get to do this for extended Mm -hmm. tasks, and I'm Mm -hmm. going to increase the resistance by two. Okay. For this role. Um, Also,
5: I'm going to give you another threat Okay. and I'm going to use, uh, if possible, I'm going to use bold security uh, because I'm going to include uh, technology that maybe not be so safe
0: for us to use. I tell you what. mm Mm-hmm. I'll negotiate this with you. I'll let you do that. But you are going to need Donnan for that. Oh, yes. Since that is security is what Donan does. So what I'll do is I'll let you, uh, I'll let Donnan assist you on this role. Please. So it's the, two please of you, the two of you try to work this out. Yeah.
5: That's what you get off of Jatar after they've done this. Yeah. They look over to Donnan and they're just like, please help me.
0: How often does that happen? I'm just curious between the two of you. How often does Jatan look out to you, the Vulcan, and say, Please help me? Maybe a first.
3: Donnan, Don, like, there's this look that goes over Donnan's face for like a brief moment that, like, you're not quite sure what it is, but like, uh, I think around you, especially, like, they don't necessarily try to mimic uh, you. Like, they're, they're, Fairly chill, just on their own merit. Um, mm. But, like, I think you see a little bit of that I'm tough, I'm cool kind of veneer crack for just mm. a second. And then they kind of just sort of tuck themselves up next to you and go, What do you need?
5: Security clearance. And we'll just go through it.
0: Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> that Make is your role. Your <laughs> roles. And this is going to be considered an assist. The difficulty is three
3: what's my what's my role
0: um he's asked you for a security check so Mm -hmm. if you want what attribute would you prefer using and how would you rationalize using it here for this task
3: uh i think in this case it'd probably be like a control security check um i think i think what i'm attempting to do here is i was thinking about this earlier about the fact that like one of the things that we haven't really done is we haven't really like talked about so we have the two timelines that we knew were going to intersect, but then mm-hmm. this third one kind of popped up and I don't think we pinpoint what mm. pinpointed, what that is.
1: Mm-hmm. So right. I think
3: my concentration of focus is going to be on that third timeline. What is it? Why, why didn't we notice it before? What is it doing now? Like, how is it involved in all of this?
0: Okay. Third time
4: the right. charm.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah. So my, I want to unpuzzle what that third timeline interference is.
0: So just to throw this out there currently the resistance on this is a bestial four like this thing is nasty so if you're gonna try to get through it you're gonna have to drop some momentum to pierce that Yes. Um, otherwise it's going to immediately cancel four successes off of your uh your diet yeah. excited it's when you get this well, right i want to go i want to yes
3: yeah i would also You'll like see. no wait i can't do that i'm just assisting sorry um but yeah cool
5: okay so with the determinations two, I've also rolled two successes. Nice. Okay. So that's four from Jatar.
0: Nice. So slap up two. Oh, what'd you get?
3: Can I use I'm trying to figure out if there's a, a, a focus I have that will work for this and I don't think any of uh info or Did
1: no. I one of those uh, work
3: okay uh then unfortunately I mean it is just one success for me but it was mm. so close to being a grid if I only had a focus <laughs> that fly
5: so with that one extra momentum then we'll spend that on piercing and then spend a second one because it stacks doesn't it it does it's for
0: every oh how many
4: how many yes, mom- it's repeatable one per two
0: is it one per two? I think it, is. So. it is. One momentum repeatable. So ignore yep. two resistance. You can spend two momentum to right. ignore all four all four resistance. Which brings
5: us down to three momentum and mm-hmm. that's that.
0: Okay. Yes. So go ahead and... One on re-rolls. So then you're going to make your engineering roll and add two challenge dice to that. So you're going to be... I'm guessing yours is a total of seven as well, correct? No. I only have an engineering of three. Okay. So you're going to roll a total of five dice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do... uh?
5: So, do you want me to count effects as successes as well? Or is it just effects? Uh, they count here's as successes. A- okay. Yeah. So, there's five total. Three Ooh. are effects.
0: Okay. So, you are going to gain... That's a going to be breakthrough. a breakthrough. Yeah. So, five work. One, two, three, four, five. So, here's the thing. Even though doing five work counts as, that's right, it counts as, that's right so it's just one breakthrough, yep, so that, that's we, gonna drop the difficulty down to two.
5: Yes same with the magnitude mm-hmm. and we, right. we went through the resistance, so all of it goes through and yep. Okay Um. alright so I have that we're 14 on the work track right? No Yeah. Um, 9 and four. work five. track
0: I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's cool. correct. I was yeah. counting
4: down. So I was like, no, we're not oh, at 14. Yeah. We're way <laughs> farther uh, along. We're only at six. <laughs> yes. But yeah. six and five. Yep. Those reverse math sketch every time. Yes.
5: <laughs> uh, all right. Great. Thank you, Don.
0: Okay. Course. So that's two attempts out of 10. You guys are doing great. Uh next action up. Uh, it's it's a shame Gina's not here. They can't really roll for this. But Kadix, was there anything you wanted to do? You're also security and infiltration.
2: Uh I and am. You're... Um, but I mean it would pretty much be what uh they were planning to uh, ready to do.
0: That's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, know, you can do an assist on the next thing, but like so here's here's what I'll give you.
2: Like trying to figure um. out security wise, like what is safe to you know. you're also
0: it's also fair to say that right now Cadix being being the literally the linchpin that actually enabled them to even do this and make the attempt mm-hmm. after dipping your psyche into the maelstrom of voices of an entire civilization over the past hundred thousand years that it existed uh, you're That's leaning up against the wall just
2: yeah. I'm nursing a migraine right now Yeah. y'all it's are doing up. great continue your work good job um, everyone
0: we're going to say it for every attempt, two hours have passed. It's been four hours of working, of you guys checking notes and comparing and whatnot. Every now and then, many will say something really frustrating, like, Time grows shorter. The inevitable is coming. Your efforts are in vain. Things like this, that are constantly cycling over and over. Um,
6: it's like a flat so, video game loading screen, Cyril. Yes. Right? Yes, it's like somebody
0: just constantly hitting voice emotes over and over. Um, the but worst say,
2: fortune cookies you could possibly get.
0: Jatar, the culmination of your two hours of work yields some pretty interesting findings. Uh, throughout the courses of history, you do see a couple of uh, points throughout the timelines where there are some recorded events it seem like they could be a cascading event, meaning that if you were to enact or involve this thing or this person or whatever, it could lead to a cascading event taking place in its timeline. And then you have to determine how disruptive that's going to be and if it's going to become a temporal anomaly or not. Right. Um, what, you do see a very interesting point of timeline where it looks like uh, the Dyson Sphere that was discovered by the Federation. Mm. Um highly unstable and dangerous, however, has more than enough computation space to store an entire civilization's uh, (laughs) memories. However, the star of which that Dyson Sphere surrounds is highly unstable. The star is in no danger of exploding anytime soon, but the stability of the star itself has reached a point in its time period where it's actually made it very dangerous to live within it that may or may not affect the computer algorithms of an entire civilization essentially being uploaded via, like, River Song in the library style.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're looking to do. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The next thing that pops up on your list is slotted. It's already flagged as a temporal anomaly. Mm. And it looks like it is paradoxical. Mm. And what strikes you about this is you see your name listed on the file. Oh. And Go un- on. Underneath it, uh, it's you see file. It says... Um holographic temporal incursions. Now it's part of the temporal prime directive. Mm. That when you encounter things like this, you mm-hmm. do not touch them. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what Pandora's box you are about to open. When you come across your own timeline like this, yeah. you don't know what box you're about to open. That says stay away. Um and that those are the I'll only open it.
2: <laughs> that's fine, right? We're done in. Yeah, we just won't tell you.
0: It's up to you. It's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But I'll you definitely
5: choose. share this information. I'll pull it up uh, for the party yes. that's still working.
0: Okay.
2: I could use a little light reading. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm
2: just trying to distract my head.
0: Okay. Are you go- Are you going to open this file?
2: Like, uh, oh man, I'm really chaotic good, aren't I? <laughs> More um, chaotic something. When are you not, baby? I know. <laughs> up to I you. Know. Yeah. I'm going to open it.
4: You
1: and
2: open I, I just know that I will not any information that I consider sensitive, I will not share with Jatar.
0: The moment you open it up, you, ex- <laughs> you see the file, it's kind of like sideswiped over to you. And you kind of catch it on the holographic reader. <laughs> Donna, uh, Donna and you see this happening. You, you can see Jatar, ever the Vulcan, ever trying to follow the Temporal Prime Directive, behaving appropriately, slides out over to Kadix. Kadix, when you see the file open in front of you, m- the moment you start reading it, you realize... you. Ex- <laughs> Everyone's going to see the expression on your face, but you realize you have just enacted a temporal cascade effect. Because as that file opens, history records that it was given to you instead, and that he still ends up learning all of the information that is presented in the file. And all of a sudden, you see a registration, like like an alert go off on your temporal dial that indicates that you've just entered. You, You are now on track on events that you cannot change. As you've just, you see that line up And the first thing that comes across the screen uh, uh, is the file. You realize your name is in this file now, too. It is also a part of it. You just... Let's press it around
2: like a peace pipe. Who wants a piece Um, of this? There's
0: one name you don't recognize on there, though. Oh. Andrea Redgrave. It's among all of the names that are listed on the group that actually manipulate... uh, holographic temporal technologies it has every single one of your names on there it does not hint at what comes next but it does indicate that you contact somebody named andrea redgrave as somebody who has an intimate connection and an understanding of holographic temporal incursion effects as well as an advanced understanding of this kind of level of technology currently is in the process of researching these (laughs) Let me put it this way. You see a flag next to the name indicating that it is a non-humanoid masquerading as a humanoid that is researching forbidden technologies and is currently an extra-dimensional being that may or may not be traveling through this particular time thread at this time. But is a but is a course of action that according to this, you are now now on a collision course.
3: Is this a result of of Don and looking into that third timeline, trying to figure out what it is. Like,
0: Um, this is, you're asking if this is a result? Of, what, what, well, I'm sorry. I,
3: well, my my particular uh, contra- contribution to this was looking at that third timeline. I was just trying to figure out what we would yes. from that.
0: Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Basically, by, <laughs> But but by, by basically saying you look at this has had the effect of him looking at it essentially mm-hmm. is what time records. So we're in the third timeline. So you see the and all of your all your indicators are temporal indicators. Dee, 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 line up green. Interesting side effect of this is the hologram many just goes variable detected.
2: Uh, I'm gonna look over at Thran. And uh, point to Redgrave's Gra- name and say,
6: I believe you and I might have to make a house call. Well, let's get to it. Uh, are you going to be okay? She turns to Cyril. I mean, you're going to come back with spaghetti, right? With a name like Redgrave, they sound like they'll have spaghetti, for sure. That's a Western name if I ever heard one. Maybe they'll like, do oh. it. <laughs> okay house call.
5: i will continue the work here and work with cyril to initiate the process of the transfer once we have the data
4: oh uh and the spaghetti and maybe also just like a good hollow emitter prototype just if, if you can pick one up thanks <laughs> and if i had to pick between the spaghetti or the hollow
6: emitter She's obviously joking.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, we wouldn't have to choose between them. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Uh,
6: looks at many. <laughs> anyway, um, let's go.
2: I'm going to slowly close the file and give it back to Tata, I'm like, don't read that.
5: Acknowledged, and he'll pass it over to Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> don't let
3: Donnie me is look swank. at that. I don't want to read it
0: either. You (laughs) don't. There's no telling the amount of everything continue be done if you continue reading into (laughs) that. that
2: There's everything everything healthy of you two in there
0: somewhere. (laughs) Don't say that. Everything I need
2: to know about you, I already
3: like, and I would like to discover everything else about you. Just
0: Daniel's kind of warned y'all about this. Daniel's Mm -hmm. warned Mm -hmm. y'all when y'all were recruited there. There was going to come a time where inevitably, if you travel far enough, you'll meet yourself, and he warned you. When that time comes, there are protocols. And the whisper he gave you was, the Temporal Prime Directive is very clear on how you interact with your timeline. And I'm going to tell you a secret that the higher-ups won't tell you. No one knows what the fuck to do. All you can do is your best. There's a point where you reach the end of the universe. All you can do is your best. It's the dangerous, it is the single most dangerous thing about what it is we do and it's still worth it if it means we can save lives and set this universe right and repair the damage that is being done.
2: I feel like saving an entire civilization calls for this kind of memory recollection, going, yeah, we're doing our best. Who's going? House call.
0: The two of you? Alright. You input the coordinates of where it is believed this Andrea Redgrave is currently existing in this particular time thread, and... You both vanish. You appear on what could be described as a very comfortable, cool, grassy lawn. Um, around you is a hellish volcanic planet spewing sulfur into the atmosphere. Uh, you can see a volcano that's probably close to 20 kilometers tall. Reaching up into the near, you know, like the exterior atmosphere of a planet, it is—it is enormous. All it looks like a hellscape. The moment you I appear here,
6: like Mustafar, but we're on a green lawn.
0: Mustafar, <laughs> uh, run, franchise. Uh, mustafar, <laughs> after like a lot of coffee. Um,
6: okay, great.
0: And uh, you're on Coffee Safari, and this—this this place looks like pure hell. Oh, As you're, but where you were standing is a nice, lush green lawn okay um, and the other thing that you notice too is as the both of you appear is you're no longer Romulan you're yourselves <laughs> as you've appeared yeah. here you're staring down at your hands um, also, a border, also a border collie comes running up to you excitedly um, ears flopping all around as she comes dashing up to you in the grass yipping and yipping excitedly is,
6: is this border collie wearing a collar yes what's the collar say Is there missy, a name? missy. Mm Uh, so, yeah, I think that, um, (laughs) I think that, uh, Thran is the dog person. Thran's gonna get on, uh, crouch down, and basically be like, hey, Missy! Um, Um, and is gonna try and, like, trace, like, either, like, see if there's, like, any contact info on the collar, but if not, just, like, see where Missy came from.
0: Yeah, there's a point of origin. It's about 30 feet away, where you see what looks like trees green pines where a hammock is located uh it looks like a dinner tray has been set out where there is what looks like a holographic screen on display and an elderly woman in very comfortable thin cotton it's sort of like flowing white pants and a blouse on uh gold jewelry around her neck and a cigarette and two fingers as she sees as she sees this, uh, it is I cannot say it is so surreal to see what looks like a relaxing day in a beautiful backyard at some like resort community, except for this is a square footage space of a hundred by a hundred feet of paradise surrounded by hell. The uh-huh. woman smiles at you gently as she rises from the hammock that she was laying in. And says, she likes you.
6: I like her. Are you Redgrave?
0: you from the Continuum?
6: Oh. Uh, Yes,
2: we are. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, We all know that apparently I'm not gonna, yes, we Continuum folk. Um, No. No, not quite that exciting.
0: All right, glad to hear. However, it should be impossible for you to know who I am and where I am right now, so who are you? And what are you doing here?
2: Let's just say, knowing where people are and knowing when people are is our specialty.
0: That sounds like a very dangerous specialty. Mm. What can I do for you? We
2: We are in need of your specialty. Go on. In particular, your knowledge in holographic technology.
0: You see her face suddenly relax in astonishment as she says the temporal anomaly. This is the event.
2: Oh good, you know this stuff. (laughs) Oh you, oh good. We can just skip the the small talk, yes.
0: It's happening right now.
6: What do you think is supposed to happen or what is supposed to happen?
0: That I don't know. I am cognizant of what is to take place, but not how. Very difficult to explain. Not omnipotent, you see. Just quite... (laughs) I'm omnipotent adjacent. She smiles and takes a drag off of her cigarette.
2: Well, we're just trying to...
0: I already know what you're trying to do. And you are the missing piece. I've been jumping realities. I have been looking for a way. The missing link. The missing piece of technology out there that would permit me To fulfill my dream of creating a new life. I have run into dead end after dead end. I have angered quite a few powerful beings out there doing what I do.
2: Ah, if you're, if you suspected we were the continuum, then yes, I have no doubt.
0: It's only a matter of time till they find me, but not a matter of time regarding the completion of my life's work. That's now out of their hands if you're here. What is exactly that you need from me? You mentioned holographic technologies. What is the nature of your conundrum?
2: There is a civilization needing to be freed. They are contained in some kind of energy stasis their memories their feelings their essence is still alive per se
0: there's a computer matrix that has stored the life of an entire civilization within it
6: well, yes actually. civilizations. what'd you say
0: she said she asked if there is a computer matrix that has stored an entire civilization's worth of memories and feelings and thoughts and whatnot inside of it and it was confirmed
1: yeah
0: katik said yes um she says, the only other people that had that technology were the preservers. And even for someone like me, it's been very difficult to track down. Never mind. You don't need to know that.
2: I'm making mental notes going, yes, we do. I'll, yeah. re- I'll be looking into that later. More, more chaotic fun te- later.
0: She says, every now and then the technology slips out, but it doesn't in manifest as anything more than a psychic simulation. A uh, sort of like a whole of, uh, house of mirrors, as it is often referred to back on Earth in the 20th century. Uh, but this is different, and it might be the answer I'm looking for. Why don't you take me with you and let me see what I can do.
2: I look over to Thran as if to like see, like with my eyes
6: ask, can we trust her? I don't think we have much of a choice. You should absolutely come with us. I think that we saw her name on a list and if our name was on that same list, then we're in the same situation. We're all on a list together. So, All right. go team! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> All right.
0: She, she bends ready. down and starts petting the dog, and she says, "You be a good girl, and I'll be right back."
2: It'll be like she wasn't even gone.
0: The border collie immediately sits down happily and waits.
6: She like to come with us? Actually, yeah. Can we just? It's a manifestation of my will. Oh.
0: She'll wait I have, I have
6: a friend that is toiling away at a problem, and I think that the dog would have helped, but.
0: Well then I'll bring her with me. Shall we go? I think
6: they'd like that. Yeah.
0: Let's go. So the return of this these two could not be any more unexpected, because as they reappear, they're with the woman who's barefoot and dressed for a fine summer day at the beach. And there is a boardy collie that looks very excited and immediately rushes up to you, Cyril, and starts uh really just really demanding those scritches just like it's its really important it's really important that you pet them
4: oh gosh you're one of those earth things aren't you
0: it's super i remember
4: important. meeting you one of you at the academy oh gosh what are what are they called uh
0: A hi what are you calling
4: called? and i look up at redgrave like who be you hi where's <sighs> mr spaghetti
0: she smiles at you and just says, it's a border collie, and call her Missy. Hi, Missy. And with that, Redgrave stops paying attention to everybody and immediately strides up to what is the construct in front of you, who stares at her. This is many. This is ancient. Where exactly are you all from?
5: Perhaps Uh, the details should be kept close to our chests, as they say.
0: And
2: it's not a matter of where we're from, but when.
4: Also, we don't know because of that reason.
0: Well, you're near a quantum entanglement in the timeline, but I think I can see to that. You do realize that by enlisting my aid, you've set forth a temporal cascade. Yeah,
3: we got the impression.
0: Well, I suppose, what can one do?
3: I'm a reader. Only our best.
0: I might have some suggestions of how we can work our way out of it. But for now, let me see what you've done so far. And she moves over and starts looking at your work, Cyril, and says, this is very good. This is very good.
4: You know, on a reality TV show, when the judge starts sampling like your dish or something, and you're just like a freaking bundle of nerves about it. Uh, so uh, Cyril's just like sitting there, not quite over the shouldering, or like you know, if someone's reading your writing, same right, time. right, right. Uh, whole thing. They're just kind of like, Wait, it's, good. it's good.
1: All it's right,
0: like,
2: Gordon Ramsay describing the perfect souffle. Yeah, <laughs> have. Um, for
0: you. Go ahead and make the next attempts, then. Um. And yeah, you can you can make your rolls. Uh, and then on this one, I would say Xander, if you want to assist, I would say Tan can. Uh huh. Or Jatal, rather. Wait, what is what is the last letter of your name? Jitar. That's what I had. I wasn't reading it properly. Okay, so Jitar, you can make the roll as well. Um, and this would be an assist check so it's going to be a single roll here you guys are getting really close to finishing this off um, so this will be for another two hours worth of work um, go ahead and make your roll and it's same rolls as last time same, same discipline, same everything um, and she is basically enabling you all to do this as she is working you through the problems
4: all right. Um, I knocked down the difficulty by one um, for my talent theory into practice. Okay. Uh, because I, um, I've attempted a task using science or engineering as long as I've succeeded a previous task com- covering the same uh, scientific or technological field earlier in the same adventure. It's exactly what this is.
5: Okay. A quick question: Would a yep. focus
0: of hacking come into play with this? Uh. I mean, you're not really trying to break into a security system or anything. You're not really trying to. Well, piloting's not gonna help. <laughs> piloting's not gonna help. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say not no not so much. Okay.
4: Just I mean it's you. a pilot project.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh tell me what you got.
4: Uh I got four on a difficulty that was knocked down to uh two and then one from my assist. talent. So uh,
0: it uh, was a total of
4: five talent. on a difficulty one check.
0: Okay. So, so we'll then gain, you're gonna you're gonna we'll get we'll be topped four. out. All right, so I'm guessing you're going to spend that to re- to ignore resistance as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the.
0: Resistance <clears throat> zero. Yes. Are you going to say futile? Were you going to say futile, Sam? Were you going to say futile? Were <laughs> you going to say futile? No, Sam? Sam. I was.
4: No, I was going to say I think the Borg have something to say about that,
0: uh... Uh, but
4: I wouldn't. I I couldn't bring myself to acknowledge that they had anything positive to offer,
1: okay, so okay. I shut
4: up.
0: Okay. 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 It's important to check. All right. All right. Uh, so uh, go ahead and roll your challenge dice. Tell me what you get.
4: All right, all right, all right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Where'd that other d6 go? Okay,
1: find this
4: one. Oh, I need to reroll. Oh, that was bad. It wasn't <laughs> even good. I have like four dice that come up nothing.
0: Ooh, um, yeah.
5: Yes, bend.
4: Yeah. I, uh, think so all, that, I think we're down to two. Moments no, two. We, no we just. Oh no, we yeah. did. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we're five. Uh, now going down to four because we spent mm-hmm. one for the resistance for the piercing.
5: Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's better. Uh, that got us another three. So that is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six.
0: Okay, that's another breakthrough. All right. Yeah. Drop that down to magnitude one. Yeah. Pop pop. All right.
4: I, every time, I just think it every time.
0: Um, Really at, at this point, with as many attempts as you have left, even with the threat that I have left, it is statistically impossible for you guys not to succeed at this task, unless you were to consistently roll 20s on everything you attempted moving out. It could it Three
4: times so far.
0: Yeah. So why don't we do this? I'm gonna go ahead and call this hours and hours of work with Redgrave here's what you devise. It will be possible to transfer this data into a vessel that could support it. However, in order to do so, you are going to have to eliminate the program that is gatekeeping the entire uh, library of consciousness. Specifically, Redgrave points out as you all start looking over your, after four and a half hours of working on this, your bones ache, you're hungry, you're thirsty. Uh, Redgrave, uh, that cigarette never seems to go down. and also doesn't smell. You're not getting any smoke from it. You're not even sure it's real. And at one point, she starts reiterating what you have all learned, which is this. The gatekeep program, known as Many, is what's preventing the transfer of the data because it is designed specifically for one purpose alone. And that is to remove somebody from the galactic equation so that its race can once again exist. And it does so by preserving the the, the entire race in a database while jumping from timeline to timeline to alter the course of that timeline and change the fate of its species, which is currently, as Doctor Who would say, time-locked into a fate of death and extermination on its own behalf. The only way to save the consciousness of this race is to eliminate that gatekeep program whose protocols will not allow you to part with it and whose protocols insist that the only way forward is the extermination of an entire species from a timeline. So Redgrave points out, so in order for this to happen, we simply have to eradicate that program. However, I have an alternate solution. This program is functioning on a matrix that allows it to exist in a sapient state. It's simply locked into a sort of recursive way of thinking due to the programming that's up against that. If I liberate it from that programming, it will destroy the program unless I preserve the program on its own separate vessel. Doctor, I believe that is what you're here to do. In that case, I recommend a data transfer to this Dyson Sphere that you have managed to reference. (sighs) Which would mean we would need to get this place to where it needs to be. After that is done, I will separate the program, much like separating twins, except I will ensure that both will survive, but one will be forever changed. I have a device that i've been building for some time the technologies used in this place come from all over the galaxy from different periods of time it looks like it has been using uh, energy sources from all sorts of species throughout the timelines utilizing this technology i could finally build what i need my prices i get to keep this technology once the data transfer has been made
5: That is strictly against the temporal accords and we cannot allow. And then Jatara stops himself and says, cannot allow this not to happen. You are the variable. Your terms are acknowledged and agreed to.
0: Well, then it would seem you're right. And she turns and looks at Many and says, your death is at hand. What comes next, though, will be... Beautiful.
2: And just just for, you know, the sake because, you know, temporal we have rules that we have to abide by too. As Jatar is saying that, mm-hmm. I'm going to telepathically read Redgrave and see if her if her intentions are genuinely honest and not malicious in any way. That way, when we all go, okay, that's cool, I can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it she she's not she's not gonna you
0: get the you know impression. so there's two things first of all you get that she is ancient beyond the age of the thing you are standing in okay um the second thing you get is that you you get three things you get that she is ancient beyond the thing you're standing in yeah. you get that she is curiously enough she's looking upon this construct that's in front of her that's constantly changing shape and size and face. She's looking at it like a mother who's just been introduced to the baby that it's that she's about to adopt. Okay. Looking through the glass at the baby that was born mm. and saying hello for the first time. That's okay. the look in Red Grace's face right now. She's looking at this construct. And the second thing you get is she's fully aware that you're in her mind. Oh. And slow. it's there's no hostility. Okay. There's no resistance at all. And the fact that she doesn't even acknowledge you makes it feel like you just walked into a room and thought, "Oh, sorry, but no, come on in." Okay. <laughs> this sort of feeling that's okay. I'm okay, okay. being here. Yeah.
2: And I'm just oh. gonna look at her and, and nod and kind of acknowledge, like, "Thank you. Just wanted to make sure we're not giving you a weapon of mass destruction," <laughs> type of thing. I had There's my reason. A, there is
0: a chirping alert on all of your on all of your tricorders. Indicating that you have moved from the location that you were at.
4: I didn't do it, and I looked at Jitar, our pilot, immediately.
0: Mm. How was this done? I expedited the process. Mm.
5: Perhaps you sensed the need for us to be in a separate space, and the proximity of the other temporal incursions... We may be able to utilize the Iconian gate and wrap up any sort of temporal incursions we may have caused by our interference there. That is beyond my purview.
0: Thank you for moving. You're welcome. Since we are now just on the periphery of the Dyson Sphere, I shall begin the data transfer.
3: All right, I I don't think we should be here for whatever happens next.
0: She looks at all of you and says, I think that's probably true.
3: I, and be- Donnan yeah. sees Cyril's face and is just like, I know. I get it. But there are some things
4: we shouldn't know. See, that's why, that's really why, I could never be a time agent. How could you... If I can, if someone else knows, I want to find out too.
3: Then I think you have a decision to make.
4: As I'm going. Live long and prosper, buddy. I think you're
3: going to find uh, you and I don't know each other anymore. But you too.
1: We'll see.
0: There's a parting of
5: ways here. Jatar turns to Cyril and just says, Peace and long life. And then turns to Dani and then says, Where you go, I will follow. And takes your hand.
3: Well, yeah. This seems like the right time. Someone's going to give him a kiss.
0: Yay! Okay. Inver approaches you, Cyril. And she looks at you and just cocks her head and says you were going to have the bird next. I suppose I could see to it that it still makes its way to you. I will notice your absence.
4: You'll know when to find me. And if you don't break the rules and visit, I mm-hmm. don't even know who you are.
0: She gives you the customary farewell.
4: I high five her with it.
0: Okay. That seems to confuse her for a second, then <laughs> high fives you right back. Um,
2: uh, I go up to Cyril, give them a big hug, and then whisper, I'll definitely come and visit. You just won't recognize me." and give him a wink.
4: You really think the time agents are going to find me?
2: We are the time agents.
6: We will find you. Uh so with uh Bran, she like she's like lingering in the back because I think that she's trying to figure out what she wants to do herself. But I think that she like takes it all in and walks up to Cyril and um, stays like a few feet away from you because what she's going to do is she's going to do like a little square dance and then tip an imaginary hat. So long, partner.
4: See you at the next one.
6: We'll see with the next one. They couldn't keep us away if they tried. And she's going. She's going with Enver.
0: One by one, you all blink back to that day and New Romulus that you left. In my headcanon, Redgrave takes one last
5: little look at Envar and is like, Hmm, maybe human though. And then turns
1: back... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: hmm. curious mm. one by one you all blink back into the aftermath of the events that were unfolding just as you left the moment you arrive those of you who arrive here obviously Cyril staying behind and heading back to their their origin. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming Cyril that you're taking your trans, you're, go, you're leaving completely. You're going to go back to the point, the point you left at Starfleet Academy. What is your destination?
4: Oh, I don't know yet. I'm a time rogue.
0: Um, okay.
4: Um, all I like we when we leave Cyril, uh, Cyril's with Redgrave at this Dyson sphere location and with many surrounded by all that equipment and like seeing it through on that end.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I feel like moment, we all
4: assumed you were.
0: So the moment they back. leave, the moment they leave Cyril, Yeah. the moment they leave your temporal indicator immediately starts flashing an alert.
1: Yeah. I'm and as
0: it does, you see uh, it is alarming uh, it is letting you know that there has been a disentanglement to the quantum timelines. But it's also, it's also flashing you like a warning on your timeline of where you are. Redgrave looks at you and says, well, my work is done, and I'll be taking this. Are you going to be all right?
4: Hmm. It's a wild galaxy. Who knows? But I got myself handled, if that's what you're asking.
0: And you can move about and don't need any help?
4: I mean, I wouldn't say no to a lift if you're offering one.
0: Where would you like to go? Yeah. I could think of a few things. And she moves over to you, but again, that red beeping on the timeline indicator seems to indicate that some kind of anomaly has taken place. Some kind of an event has taken place. Um, Regarding specifically the people that just left here, history has been written, which is unusual. Because of the quantum distanglement, uh, it should be that history has realigned but it would appear that something else has happened. Hmm.
4: What do you make of that?
0: I don't know how to use that. Never seen one before.
4: You're omnipotent adjacent and you've never seen one of these.
0: I don't require that kind of technology to start reading the tea leaves as it were, but it looks like a tricorder. Federation technology, is that, is that accurate? Yeah, good pick. Federation is a good pick, actually. For what? Just a pet project of mine. She says wistfully.
4: You got a pretty good pet project right here. your floop on Missy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay.
4: Mm. Uh, so I think Cyril's gonna be watching this time anomaly very closely cause like they don't want to be involved with this time agency and they're really down to go hop with uh, Redgrave Yeah, but they also want to make sure their friends are okay and I think that's the wipe
0: (laughs) so you glance down and seeing the information come back you see indeed the threads of timelines have separated and split and diverged Um, you don't know how the events unfolded back on new romulus but apparently they unfolded as they should have the tholians apparently did not get their hands on the tholian gateway and the hologram didn't show them how to open it what you see being recorded was is that your team apparently returned to their original time with the time slippage And then they vanish from the record. After that, what you see recorded is scattered. It looks like historical document shows that a temporal accord was signed, that time travel was banned, and then all of the records just stop for about 30 or 40 years or so and then it records something called The Burn. You see that timeline become locked as yours separates. And Cyril, it starts to occur to you suddenly, that the events that were set in the motion, that untanglement that took place, you now realize that you're adrift, separated from their timeline, severed from an event that apparently the history of the Temporal Agency comes to a dead stop, and the records cease. Redgrave furrows her brows and looks at you and says good heavens what's wrong
4: um my friends they just stopped
0: and in that silent moment as you two stand there adrift in the dark space over a dyson sphere in some unknown time frame that so is where we bring an end to this episode.
1: Yeah! It's uh, so good! Uh,
5: also, everybody mm-hmm. go watch Star Trek Discovery. It's very good, right? especially season
1: three.
4: Oh my goodness. Y'all. I all everyone's faces, and then Rave just like...
0: So, well, then <laughs>
1: well, I'm my,
0: going my to out all of you. I'm going to out everybody, because I want to tip my hat to my players. Uh, Before anybody in chat or anybody on VOD goes thinking that this was just some brilliant idea of mine for the story, it wasn't. Tonight's game took a twist, and during the break, these kids started asking, oh my god, what if we are the origin of Redgrave and (laughs) Exio? And decided to roll with that and pursued it. I gave them multiple options with consequences if they wanted to go that direction, and they took it. So tonight's story arc was an example of a bunch of players, yes, ending the hell and saying what if, and working with me and just going completely off the map of what I had planned. And this is what we got. So y'all, thank you for enriching the hell out of the Clear Skies storyline. This was a very special episode, I have to say. Brilliantly done on everybody's part. This is a ton of fun and this was an unlock a fundraiser unlock That you guys ox crew made possible Thank you so much for supporting us on the patreon and for helping us raise them funds to get our LLC up and going I can tell you now that you can look forward to some StreamPunks merch coming pretty soon. So stay tuned for that um, I don't have anything else tonight. I'm just gonna go and Exhale and maybe ha- take a shot of of Brambleton Ale and and just kick back and just That's marvel. <laughs> we
2: need a video. We need a video of Gina watching this episode. Yeah. a reaction video. Yeah, like
1: yeah.
0: that
2: should be a just bonus think, behind she's the scenes. She's
3: not allowed to watch this video That's until true. it's all
2: over.
0: <laughs> Her <laughs> timeline. <laughs> oh man, thank you all so much for a really wonderful night, and thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Clear Skies. We will see you back here in the clear skies fashion in about two weeks. But next week, stay tuned for Bonnie's Alice in the Wonderland oh. episode. And then after that, you can, look, you can look forward to some Blood of the Void. Until then, hailing frequencies are
1: closed.